Hello, everyone. Welcome to a special episode of the Godzilla and Kong the Round Table. The Godzilla Round King Table. I don't know what you'd call it. <laughs> okay, Crash. Okay. Well, it's, um, it's, it's a combination. Oh, Crash. Anyways, as always, you're joined by me, Mulder, otherwise known as Faye, and... So I'm here once again. And Crash here, per usual. As you just heard. And we are joined by two other members, the other two members of Fierce Futures and Fossils, who've been on prior episodes. We've got RF back. <laughs> what does that mean? I think we know what it means. <laughs> and like you just heard, and like you just heard, unfortunately, we have Pokesaurus back. Yes, I'm the Jurassic Gamer XD here to talk to you today. <laughs> He's he was unfortunately allowed back in. This is the last time though, you'll never see me again. <laughs> other than the other than the other than like the other main series on this on this YouTube channel. Or I guess it doesn't really work if you're watching the podcast, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We don't we don't have and yet. I I actually surprisingly we do if you listen to our Kongsko Island episode. Really? Yeah. Uh, trust me, I was just as surprised as, as you were. Anyways, so yeah, today we're here to discuss Godzilla vs. Kong, which dropped over the weekend and on Wednesday. Which, um, by the way, I, I saw that um, apparently it has beaten King of the Monsters opening weekend in the US. I mean, but it had two extra days. That's true. Anyways, um, so yeah, we're going to be discussing that today. I guess for um, uh, context, I'll let everyone say their thoughts on the Monterverse film so far because our our um, episodes on those besides Skull Island haven't come out yet, and RF wasn't on the Skull Island episode anyway. So, whoever wants to start with that, uh, I guess I can start. Um, so, G fourteen is probably one of my favorite Godzilla movies. Absolutely love it. Um, Kong Skull Island is a really great Kong movie. I uh, really enjoy it. It's probably my third, fa- yeah, third favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kayla Monsters is just awesome. Like, I love Kayla Monsters. It's great. All right, Crash. Yeah, G- G14 was a really good reintroduction of Godzilla to mainstream audiences. It's a great way to do it. Kong Skull Island was a really fun and fresh new take on the Kong mythos, one that I really appreciated to see. King of the Monsters was just an awesome, epic, big budget. Godzilla with all the classic monsters we love. A lot of fun. Really great. Mm-hmm. Folks? Uh, Godzilla 2014 is what got me into the Godzilla franchise. It is a phenomenal film. I cannot say enough good things about it. Kong's Go Island is super fun. I love the a Vietnam aesthetic and concept they use for it, rather than the standard Kong like origin story movie setup. Uh, and overall, it's just a great film. And King of the Monsters is basically anything I could ever want out of a Godzilla film, and it is my third favorite movie of all time. Mm-hmm. RF. Um. So 
Godzilla 2014 is my favorite of the MonsterVerse movies, and honestly, one of my favorite Godzilla movies, period. Uh, Kong Skull Island, I think, is uh, really good. It's not Peter Jackson's King Kong, but man, it's really good in its own unique way. And King of the Monsters is also really good. It's really fun. It has a lot of really cool stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 it's just a personal taste thing as to why I like Godzilla 2014 better. It's nothing really to do with uh, how good or bad uh, King of the Monsters is. Mm-hmm. I, I still like that just as well. Yeah, for me, I love Godzilla 2014. It's my fourth favorite Godzilla movie. I think Kong So Island, as anyone who listened to our episode, is great. It's a really nice reinvention of Kong that finally something unique with the character. And I think King of the Monsters is excellent, one of the best Godzilla movies of all time. It's in my top three. So I guess that leads us into the new one of the Monsters, Godzilla vs. Kong. So I'll, I'll let everyone do a rating first. Crash. Maybe he's putting me on the spot. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> For you. This is, this is where the fun begins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd probably give it like a 4.5 or 5 out of 10. Probably. Okay. Very mediocre for Monsterverse. Which sucks. Oh. Uh, yeah, it's a 5.5 out of 10 for me. Oh, oh! Now that we're on the podcast, you two aren't brave anymore. In his judging eyes, my scores are always super arbitrary. Watch. <laughs> no, the reason I changed it because I, when I brought up the fact that I think Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is better, I realized I gave like that movie a six out of ten. So this has to be lower than a six out of ten. So it's back to its five point five. Yeah, I you know, folks. I, I think about that sometimes with my ratings, but I'm like, my ratings are always on the spot and super arbitrary. <laughs> I don't, they don't describe <laughs> my thoughts very well. I do better when we actually talk about. I it. mean, it's a, it's a point <laughs> five difference, but I mean, I feel like five the five point five yeah. is anyway. no, Yeah. Mm. I mean, my Makes ratings sense. are arbitrary too. It's just really funny when people get really mad about them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So our spill. What's yours? Three out of ten. Okay. Done. Uh, 4.55 out of 10. Yeah. Okay, for me, it's a, it, it's a 3 out of 10 for me, too. Holy shit, we actually have matching scores. <laughs> <laughs> and just for this episode, this episode's gonna be a lot less structured than usual, just because I feel like for new movies, it flows better if they're less structured and more just whatever comes to mind. It's also, anyways, it, it, I mean, it, it'll mm-hmm. be just as unstructured as the film itself. well 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 i want to go off of what i just said about my three out of ten personally in my opinion i think this is the worst godzilla movie ever made as it is right now Mm, wow that's a really spicy take um (laughs) i kind of sort of agree but at the same time i feel like if i was to sit down and watch godzilla final wars again i get a way more visceral feeling from final wars than i would from this but you see but you see rf you would be feeling something from watching final wars that's true. I did feel absolutely nothing but confusion and frustration while watching this. And like it was just over like that and it left no impression on me. I legitimately after watching this, I realized I had an hour until I had to go to go in for work and I was like I feel like I just wasted my time. <laughs> yeah, that's valid. 
I've watched it three times now, and I've come to the conclusion that this is the best cure for insomnia mankind has ever made. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I mean, and I've had time to kind of think about it, uh, and I think what really upset me more was the fact that, like, a, a, a movie series that was really interesting and tried to do something different is now just following the cookie cutter bay formers formula yeah Mm -hmm. there's definitely like a bay formers vibe to this movie a lot especially i wouldn't even say the action because honestly i feel like michael bay pulls his action better than the action in, in this movie yeah like here's the thing yeah no hong kong looks nice because because advertising but the rest of it is just very unappealing like i don't know like the sequence in the boat that was not fun that wasn't really fun to watch it wasn't like it wasn't like uh Ghidorah and godzilla in the arctic yeah even. like that was that was interesting to watch uh this it, it just sort of happened like that's the best way to s- describe this movie is it just happened. Well, yeah, well, yeah, I, because that. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, folks. I was gonna say, like, for my opinion, like, you know, you said this was your least favorite Godzilla film, and I think uh, obviously I've only seen like half ish of the, all the Godzilla films, so obviously I don't, I don't have as big of a pull. And for me, <clears throat> and for me, I keep making these comparisons to the Jurassic Park franchise, but it's just because it's another one I've had like a like a lot that I have feelings towards, and um, I felt like this is a situation where like, but if it, between. <clears throat> this movie in Megalon, it's sort of like comparing Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom to Jurassic Park 3, where Fallen Kingdom is a better made movie, and likewise, I think Godzilla vs. Kong is definitely a better made movie than Megalon is. Megalon is still more entertaining to watch, in a similar way that Jurassic Park 3 is oftentimes more entertaining to watch than Fallen Kingdom is, if that makes any sense. Yeah, but do you see, I'd actually... Say I think Megalon's better made than Golden yeah, Gun. I was about to say, don't shit talk Megalon like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Only talk Megalon or us. <laughs> okay. Being possessive there, are you? Because, well, like, here's the thing Megalon had behind the scenes circumstances that made it um what it is, where, where it's like it was rushed in like a few weeks. I mean, technically, this movie also had behind the scenes problems, too. Yeah, not, not, not we, in its creation, but in the, the Warner Brothers aspect oh, of it. Oh, oh, that didn't happen. This is totally like the director's vision. Wink, <laughs> wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> Adam Wingard swears this is his movie, guys. It's totally not Warner Brothers <laughs> slapping their logo on this. Yeah, <laughs> it, it totally, it to- there totally isn't a guy holding a gun to his head off camera. Yeah, guys, I, sh- I shot all those other scenes with the characters that don't even appear in this movie after in the final cut. I did that because ultimately I felt they didn't need to be there. That's 100% what happened, guys. <laughs> just just like how, how Josh Whedon fulfilled Zack Snyder's vision for Justice League. Of course, of course. Oh, yeah, of course. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I will break in here. Sometimes I feel like people are being quiet just to give everyone an opportunity to speak. I'm not. Time to crash. If you guys want to say anything. About what? Anything. (laughs) The movie. (laughs) I don't I don't know what to say. (laughs) 
<laughs> wow, this is an episode, all right. Oh my god, we're, we're just like it, it, it sucks. Roll credits. <laughs> um, it's like we can't talk about the characters because there are no characters in this movie. Yeah. Uh, can we, act, we can't talk about the mon- we can't talk about the action scenes because the action scenes aren't done well either. Can we talk? Like, what about- is there? <laughs> Sorry, Ara, if you continue. you. Can we talk about the fact that the fucking hacker guy from the first Transformers movie was basically ripped off in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, She's, yeah. Now that you mention it, you're not wrong. Like, when I think about it. that opening sequence, I'm like, oh shit, I'm watching like uh, the opening of a Transformers movie. This is like where they find out about the MacGuffin from like a secret government lab because every time the government forgets that they did a no-no in the last movie and is now working with the Decepticons again. My favorite aspect of this movie is how the plot leak from over a year ago had more plot in it than the actual movie does. <laughs> You're right. Like, the red the Reddit plot like, you know, leak is, has more mythology and lore in it than the movie. Like, you know, in the in the Reddit plot leak, we actually learned literally anything about Ren Sarazawa. Like we actually had just the, even anything. We did not get anything in the actual movie about him. Do they just even there. Say his name in the movie? They say his name one time. Name. One yeah. time. And 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 then um uh, the CEO calls him Mr. Sarazawa at like another scene. What's something I've noticed? This movie is so obviously edited to shit because, like, you can see elements of, like, an older version of the movie. Like, for example, when Godzilla switches course, Monarch has that map with, like, Apex locations. And that wouldn't make sense unless it was from the earlier version of the movie where Apex was under Monarch and not its own sinister mm-hmm. corporation. Yeah. And there's even um there's even the bit, like, when they're going to the Hollow Earth and the, whatever, the, the not Super X... Um, whatever the 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 guy's name, I can't even remember any characters' names in this movie. Um, not that's probably just me normal, like my normal forgetting names. I just don't remember any of the characters. Period. But and I have seen this movie twice. But uh, he's drinking a water bottle that has the Monarch logo on it, which implies that Monarch is involved in somehow with the Apex yeah. operations. But it's never like Monarch is barely in this movie. Basically, Monarch Monarch is only in this movie when Kyle Chandler is on screen, which is not often. Also, like completely regressed in character development uh, mm-hmm. and like well godzilla destroyed this one building i guess he's an enemy of mankind now not going to even investigate the fucking place that was destroyed which like see, yeah, something which probably... see, something which i find really funny is they say godzilla only killed eight people in that attack and then meanwhile yeah. if you go to gamma 3 Oh wait! Oh wait! I can't talk about gamma because we're doing that later. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. No. We. Yeah. God dang it! Because like gamma <laughs> because... would be a great comparison point here. Yeah. It's, damn it! Because I actually had points there, but I'll have uh, to save it. Uh, we was. can't talk. I, I. I actually had talking points about gamma three with this one. No. <laughs> foiled by foiled by the turtle. <laughs> um. But no, let, let's talk about the fact that, like, Madison, Tapwater, and Transformers Hacker Guy literally walk in and within the first five minutes find this secret Illuminati elevator. Mm-hmm. That's immediately well, like, oh. Uh... So you're, you're trying to tell me that nobody, absolutely nobody, did any sort of investigation into Apex. 
Nobody... But I feel I feel like that's a holdover from the fact that Apex was originally under Monarch, which mm-hmm. made more sense anyways for the plot that we have here. Yeah. And like even like we have like that interview that he gave a while back where he talked about they did see like one of the people they did an interview with they talked about how they did scenes for like uh, what's his name's brother the expedition to the Hollow Earth that ends up failing and has his brother killed. Well, which well, is completely thing, cut, oh, it's, oh, completely cut but then they, it's completely cut and then he but then in the final movie, they, they like um, the Apex guy just randomly drops that as factoid that that happened even with no context. We're just supposed to like, oh, his brother died, and we never hear about his brother ever again. Yep. Well, well, well. The other thing is though, is folks in that interview with Alexander Skarsgård game, and I'm curious when that happened because like that's very different. It's not even it's not even his brother who died, according to Alexander Skarsgård. Alexander Skarsgård says it's his character's girlfriend who he proposed oh. to. Oh, okay. And they and like that they were going down to the holler after after drilling holes in Skull Island, and going down there with the orca, and none of this is in the movie. Yeah, the orca is never mentioned in this movie, which I you think, think it would be considering that that can talk to Titans, but I guess not. Yeah, the orca is probably one of the most dangerous pieces of technology in uh, that universe, with the exception of the one spoiler that's not a spoiler anymore. Mechagodzilla? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was wondering. <laughs> yeah, Mechagodzilla's here, and I kind of bl- and it, it makes no sense because, like, it, it it's kind of just arbitrary and, like, just superstition, but I blame the fact that Mechagodzilla is here for why this movie turned out the way it is. Oh, that's so mean for Mechagodzilla. It's not his fault. It, it's, the, it's the curse of the post-Showa Mechagodzilla. Because the thing is, like, for me, and I think Crash agrees with me on this, is that Mechagodzilla is, like, one of the aspects of this movie, at least it's, like, at least it's definitely in concept, maybe less so in execution, is definitely, like, one of the better aspects of the film. Oh, no, I agree with you. Like, the, the fact that, like, King Ghidorah takes over Mechagodzilla and just starts, like, going to town, that that's, like, an interesting concept. Yeah. Cra- Crash, you should... I was going to say, Crash should probably speak a little bit since he loves Mechagodzilla, so... Um, I'd probably saying something positive, so I don't know if you guys would like that. But yeah, I really no, like yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, go yeah. ahead, go ahead. I, I was, I was being, being uh, RF for being positive. So yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, I love this interpretation of Mechagodzilla so much. Just the concept of it as well. You know, using Ghidorah to make it go rogue and AI. I love that. You guys haven't heard these episodes yet. By the time this goes out, but I'm not a big fan of piloted Mechagodzillas. I think they get pretty boring and take a lot of the personality out of the character. Mm-hmm. So the fact that here he's doing his own thing. Just fucking rampaging. I love that so much. His design looks cool. It's epic. And yeah, I would either say it's the best part. <laughs> the best part of the movie. Yeah, and of course, I, it's I, the end. <laughs> I, yeah, I was about to say, I just wish he was in it more. Like, like, yeah. like, 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 I don't think even the final version, he would have been in it that much more, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I feel like maybe he would have gotten a bit more build-up. Like, I feel like, oh, wait. The, hmm. It depends on, on how much was changed. Because I know there was a version of the script where um, Mechagodzilla was being used to lure Godzilla to places to destroy stuff. So I guess it depends on if that was kept or not. Maybe. More Mechagodzilla scenes would have been cool. But... Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the same scene was like right at the end for like five minutes. But yeah. I'd say those five minutes are the best five minutes of the movie. Yeah, because at least, like, you know, the design is a great, you know, like, Monsterverse version of Mechagodzilla. 
Um, I like, 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 you know, like we're talking about, like, talking about how, like, Ghidorah's, like, consciousness or, like, some degree of it took over it. And, like, so it's not piloted anymore. It's, like, just a rogue, yeah, just destructive being that literally, like, the first thing it does once it breaks out of the side of the mountain is just start destroying stuff just because it can. <laughs> I love it just lasering things, breaking yeah. shit down. Like, it doesn't, that. Godzilla's right there. It doesn't even, like, look at Godzilla. It just starts, like, nuking all the buildings in the area just because it wants to, mm-hmm. which is awesome. And yeah. I like the sound. I like the sounds too. Like I like like the mechanized uh, Monster vs. Godzilla sound effect they use for it. And yeah, mm-hmm. um, I just wish there was more of an indicator that King Ghidorah was in control. Like I, I get that we were able to get that, but I feel mm-hmm. like there were people that uh, probably didn't get that. Probably, yeah, very sure. Yeah, they there's don't really make that connection clear. They make it like yeah. Oh, that Ghidorah is why he's able to get a mental link with it, but they don't really go like. Oh, but Ghidorah is like linked into it, like on its own now. It's, yeah. it's and then, like it's, the, yeah. the only inclination really for that that they make is the fact that um, like when they're booting it up for like at the final time, like you hear uh, Ghidorah's like uh, giggle, giggling, like when it starts booting up. Yeah. Oh, I missed that. That's actually yeah. a really cool uh, little tidbit. Yeah. It's like when the power is being turned on. You just hear like the. <laughs> yeah, I had like that when I was watching yeah, with my family. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. because they're not very. Do I do I also um uh with with this with this Mechagodzilla though? I also like his power set. Though. I feel like this is a nice mix, even if it's pretty different than the usual power set in some ways. Yeah, he doesn't really have like missily stuff, but I, he I... has them on his like hips but not like where you usually yeah not like as a hand or something yeah i think they do a good job of making it of getting across that powerhouse feel with him i mean the fact he's got like thrusters on his back he used to get like mm-hmm. more torque when he's like beating the shit out of that, that made me think of a uh, titanfall because you could like titanfall have stuff like that mm-hmm. oh, like, yeah. mm-hmm. i love it because you know he's supposed to be like i'm you but i have more advantages and shit and you know even like the beam lock which i did <laughs> I, I thought that was a pretty exciting scene Mm-hmm. I it he, I feel like Mechagodzilla is always being mocking with Godzilla usually <laughs> like first time I, around. Actually, I, I think he's done it in every iteration. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was happy to see that there it was a cool scene. I just wish that he moved slower. I didn't like how fast he moved. That's I don't a, yeah. Like that, how that, fast the. But that but that's yeah. everyone. That's yeah, everyone. In, that's in not good. Yeah, that, that's the entire every fight scene, not just Mechagodzilla. So yeah. One thing I will say is a missed opportunity because, um, and we can definitely get into this subject some more as well. Is, um, <laughs> obviously, in King of the Monsters, we were very fortunate and got a uh, Ifukube. How do you say? Is it Ikufube or Ifukube? Ifukube. All right, Ifukube's um, Godzilla theme and Mothra theme. And I was really hoping we might get some inclination of the Mechagodzilla, like one of the Mechagodzilla themes in this. Really we don't. That. And just in general, the soundtrack for this movie was pretty disappointing. Like we had, we had like the bootleg Godzilla sound like theme, and that was it. Basically, that's like the only motif to use in the entire movie is that one constantly. <laughs> yeah, I would easily say the soundtrack's terrible. Yeah, it's not really good. I mean, like I, I mentioned this before on outside the podcast, but it's like if you're going to do a crossover movie or a crossover anything, yeah, I think getting the musical melodies and motifs of those franchises together helps get that across in a more exciting way. And the fact that they didn't bring back any theme from any movie at all is so weird. It's 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 it's, it's really weird. Especially because Especially... Like, because like like not to cut you off folks, but real quick. Um uh well like me and you were were discussing Crass outside of the podcast. The Wonder Bros owns King Kong thirty three. 
they could have easily incorporated some King Kong 33 music into this. Yeah, anything. Or even, you know, like the G14 music as well. If they exactly. It's it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he made like a boot, like the bootleg fucking Godzilla team. Like, yeah. And, 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 and you want to know what really annoys me? Crash? What? Because, because I rewatched it today for the last time. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> it starts off like it, but it never hits. It's like it's like they that, do like the first thing. note. It's, it's like on a TV when they're par- like a TV show when they're parodying something and they try to get the theme, but it's like pitched up slightly and like one of the notes goes down instead of up. It's like yeah. it's like a random ass difference. Like it's kind of like it, right? But we couldn't get the rights. And like I swear, I swear we saw at some point that he got, but they got the right to the Ifakube theme again. Am I misremembering? I feel like we saw that what they did. Bear McCree, not not Bear McCree. I'm like Junkie X. I was like. Oh, yeah, I threw in some stuff, and it's like, no, you didn't. You really didn't. You You know what it's kind of like? It's kind of like, uh, have you guys ever seen the meme Bustin' for, like, the Ghostbusters theme? (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's it's like that, but with the Godzilla theme. (laughs) It it feels like that, yeah. It's just... It's, it's, It's such a... It's because the last movie was King of the Monsters, and it had a phenomenal soundtrack that included... Like multiple um, Ifukube themes, not not even the ones yeah. that we got. Like we got the Godzilla one, we got the Mothra one, and then the original ones made for Ghidorah and Rodan are great. But then, yeah. as you guys have mentioned, like there's a, there's hints of like the um, uh, versus Destroyer theme in one of the bits, like one of the yeah, yeah. That. yeah. Like there was there was so much lit in there, whereas this one it's just it's mostly just the same bootleg Godzilla theme over and over again with like the occasional Kong like Skull Island ish kind of themed one. But Kong yeah. Skull Island's original score, which I did kind of. This a little bit in our King Kong, our Kongsville Island episode. They didn't even like, use it here, right? They didn't yeah, they use did. anything from the movie. They completely have yeah. that. No, they, they didn't. Did use, it. And that that's like, I dissed it a little bit, but even that one was better than this one was. Can I because uh, correct yeah. something real quick? Because the Ghidorah yeah. theme actually, what's going on there is it is the original Ghidorah theme, but it's actually slowed down. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I mean, he might yeah. have mixed in a bit, but but it's but but it's it's not the Ghidorah theme. Yeah, it's, not, yeah might, I don't, it's meant to like I think give up the vibe of it and have like a similar melody for change just so they can get get like get by those rights issues. I think. Yeah, because because they do throw in a few notes like in um they throw in like like Pokes was saying the the end of Requiem into the Godzilla revival scene and stuff like that. But part of the issue, and I get the issue, is that getting Japanese music is a pain in the ass. But I feel like for this movie, and they had time. <laughs> this movie got delayed yeah. like five times. Yeah. You could have felt for that. I just personally don't think Junkie XL was that invested in, in the score. I think I was, was <laughs> I was genuinely hoping for the original like seventy six Mechagodzilla theme. I love that. Well, I don't even know if that they would it could have fit, but I would have loved to hear it. Or even oh, okay, if not but, that any any Mechagodzilla. Okay, but a metal symphonic version of that. I was like that would have been hype. I would have loved that. <laughs> I, I always look forward to the soundtracks. So. No, no, not to mention, well, like like you were saying, Crash. There's two different versions of. If Kubey did two different Mechagodzilla themes, you could have mm-hmm. even used one of those. Like and any of them. Yeah, any any one of them would have worked. Like like even throughout the series. I mean, like even the Kuryu one had a recognizable theme. I think like, like all his themes have been great, but they didn't use yeah. any of them. And I think like like you said, like it is hard to get Japanese music sometimes like subjects just because it is like the kind of a rights mess. But because they succeeded with the last movie, you'd think it would not have been nearly as difficult to get it for this one, especially since the Toho liked the last movie too, so yeah. like they proved that they could handle it properly. Like it really shouldn't have been that difficult, especially like you said, with the amount of time they had to do it by after they delayed this movie for so long. Mm-hmm. It's it's so disappointing. I don't even think 
Mechagodzilla has a theme in this movie. I don't you know. know. <laughs> it, it, just, it just uses the it just uses the Godzilla theme some more. Yeah, like not even not even different. It's literally just the same. Okay, theme, okay, oh, okay. Did you want to know why I just remember too, which really pisses me off? What? What? They they used the Godzilla theme in Ready Player One. That's true. That's true. They did. Oh, that makes me but, think they might not have even asked in this one. That that's what I'm kind of wondering. Jokey XL just did not care. Was just like, I'm just gonna shit this out and like, here you go. Yeah. Because keep in mind, he was busy with Zack Snyder's Justice League, and he's a lot more personally invested in that. I feel like, and of course, that soundtrack sounds excellent. But the Wait, one I he was working he on the theme song. I thought he did that one earlier, and that like the theme uh, for the Joss Whedon one was tacked on right afterwards. He 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 did a whole new score for Zack Snyder's Justice League. He had his original score, but he decided to ditch it because he felt it didn't fit anymore. Mm-hmm. And he said he had a time crunch of six months to score a four-hour movie, and he said it was the hardest job of his life. So coincidentally, he was making this soundtrack alongside that one. And the thing is here, it's like, if he really didn't think he could have done a good job, I would have preferred if he had just handed it off to somebody else or one of the previous mm-hmm. composers. Like Bear McCreary, maybe? Yeah, exactly, yeah. because this happens a lot, all the time. Composers was like, was, was Bear McCreary just like, is he just too busy? Was he too busy doing the God of War Ragnarok theme so, like soundtrack <laughs> or something? Is that why? Because like, I just don't know why he wouldn't be brought back. Like, I know every Monster First movie had a different sound like composer. They don't have I, to do that. They don't have they don't to. Have, they, don't, they don't have to. <laughs> but they keep doing If anything, that. it makes sense to bring back one of the previous ones for like, the, or like, for one of like the last, like, officially the last Monsterverse film. We don't know if it's the last one anymore, but yeah. it, it potentially is yeah. the last Monsterverse film as far as we know. Okay, okay. And the thing is, Bear McCreary was not that busy looking at it. Like, he could have easily, you could have been like, hey, Bear, can you want to drop in and do this? Because here's the thing, though. Here's why I'm thinking Junkie XO may not have asked. Bear McCreary wanted to get, Bear McCreary and Michael Doherty wanted the Godzilla scene in here for King mm-hmm. of Monsters and the Monster scene. And they only kind of ran into issues with King of Dora and Rodan, as they said. Mm-hmm. I don't think they even tried with this one, like Crash was saying. It's just, yeah, because this one would have been much easier because here, there's only two Toho characters in this one, Godzilla and Mechagodzilla. They've, they've managed to work out the original theme in, in King of the Monsters, obviously. And if they wanted to make a Godzilla theme, couldn't have been that much harder to get two songs like they did last time. But the fact that none of them are here is just like, yeah, I don't think he cared to do that at all. And like, yeah, like you said, if Toho was down with it, like they're much more comfortable. They're enjoying it now, yeah. easing into this. Then I don't think there would have been that much of a problem here either. Or at least and you not know any worse than last time. Sorry. <laughs> I, you know what I just realized as well? If they couldn't get the, if for some unknown reason, they couldn't get the Toho Godzilla theme. They could have brought back the Godzilla 2014 Godzilla theme. That's what. Also- <laughs> that's what. That's what Crash was saying. Yeah. Because, yeah. because Warner Bros. owns that. Yeah. That would have been hyped to hear again. It's a really good theme. Or, or, or even not even that. You could have brought in the monolith music, which they used in GNG 2014 for Godzilla. Mm-hmm. There's so the many. Exactly. The There's so many options here if they could not work out the original, and it just feels like laziness to me because I, I don't like any track in this movie personally. I think they're all really generic and like mm-hmm. they're it's easily the least m- memorable, and it makes you feel bad. That we shat on on Henry Jackman in the Kong Soul Island episode because that movie had a good score. Yeah, <laughs> especially <laughs> like compared the, to this. Yeah, I think, and then like this one, like you know, in the line of Kong Soul Island, this one also used um a bunch of like just like normal like music like songs in it. And I like the last song, but I didn't like I didn't really care for the other two songs that were in it. 
it, to me, it kind of felt like how Suicide Squad added in um, songs because they wanted to be hip and trendy. And I, I'm starting to notice that now. And I'm not, not, I don't know yeah. how I feel about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think the, the the lyrical music choices were a little strange. I don't know. The last one was alright, I think. And the first one, I, the last, the last one was a, the last one at least. The, the same band had music from them in Congo Island, so like at least kind of mixed with mixed with that. I don't know yeah. the other two though; were, they're just really random choices. So. I, yeah, I think with Congo Island to fit them like the theming of the movie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and here it felt kind of. I mean, it was like some of the themes, like obviously they're really like what's going on in the scene, I guess. But I don't know; it mm-hmm. felt a little too in your face, I guess. If that makes sense. Yeah. Place for this movie. Yeah. Can I bring something up? Sure. So, hey, we finally got a uh, daylight se- a fight sequence with the monsters, and you know what? Didn't make a goddamn difference. I couldn't fucking tell. I was just like, man, this is just the same as if it were fucking storming or at night. Yeah, so it, I really... Okay, I, got, I have to say, I enjoyed the fights in this movie. I thought they were fun. I thought they were cool. Secret, crap. I, I can't agree with that. I I, that's think... fine. I, I'm just saying my piece. On it. I know. For, my, for me, for me, you know what, Crash? I sort of agree. The, the main problem that brings them down for me is like the really weightless feel to a lot of them. With yeah, how I they agree. because they the other every yeah every every Godzilla every MonsterVerse film up until this point has done a good job with like maintaining a sense of like weight and like you know everything feels like they move as quickly as they would weigh in real life. Every MonsterVerse up until this point has succeeded in like keeping that good. This one just fails in it. If they had fixed that, at least, I would have, I would have liked the fight scenes of this movie a lot more. That's like the see, one like, big downside for me. And I know, see, like, I know, hey, you, you, I know, like you said, you've had problems like keeping track with a lot of action in the scene, like in yeah. the fight scenes. I, I don't know, maybe like when, how did you have you watched all three times on your computer? or Have you watched it on TV? Oh no, oh, no, I, I, I'll, I'll just say, I'll admit, it's better on on a big screen, like especially yeah. this time, I was able to tell more. But but here, but here's my issue with that though. With King of the Monsters, I've never had an issue being able to tell what's going on or what Godzilla's going for team because they make the action mm-hmm. at the proper pace where it feels intense, but not where you can't tell what's happening. Like mm-hmm. for example, you you get like those you're able to see those cool moments. Like for example, in King of the Monsters, when Godzilla fucking bites Ghidorah's neck, it smashes his head into the floor. In in Antarctica, you can tell because it's going. At a nice rate of speed, or like when Godzilla's charging up and Ghidorah do- dodges the the, ble- the beam blast, you can see that. In this one, because it's going so fast, there's a lot of details you miss because there's no time. And I'm not sure if they if the fights were sped up to make the runtime shorter, because it kind of reminds me of when raids again accidentally overcrank their fight scenes, like that <laughs> same where it's going way too fast. Mm-hmm. And and like I think there's cool ideas in there beyond the weightlessness of some of it, but it's just a speed where I can't tell what's going on unless I'm really paying attention. Like, I didn't notice until this rewatch I, I did a few hours ago that Godzilla bites Kong a few times. I could not tell that the first few times. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't have told you that either. I didn't, I didn't even think he got, like, a biting blow on Kong. Yeah, he does and, a couple times. And, and that's just where I feel like the movie could have slowed itself down so you could see the action more because mm-hmm. like, i feel like 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 i think there's cool ideas here like godzilla singeing kong or like kong shoving the axe down his throat but it's like it's too fast to really tell what's going on in my opinion 
also, I get that. Yeah, my main issue is just yeah, I agree. I think they're not perfect. I think the weight lengths is definitely an issue. I feel, but I didn't really have a hard time tracking any of it. I felt they kept it in well enough frame that you could understand it. I guess it's definitely much faster paced than the others, but I didn't have an issue yeah. with that. But uh, something I, I want to bring up also is the pacing and the fact that there is no real true build up to any of the fights. Yeah, I, I was going to mention that. I think that's probably the biggest thing that throws me off with this movie besides mythology, but I want to hold off on the mythology. Like, for example, in in, in G2013, and Kong Sao, and honestly, all of them, you get, like, these lead-in tension-building moments where they'll pan up to show the monsters with the reactions to each other and stuff. And you don't really get moments like that here. Like, Godzilla sees Mechagodzilla, and he just goes in charges. There's no, like, build-up scene with them where, like, where you get any sense. Or even Mechagodzilla, who's controlled by Ghidorah, it doesn't seem like he like he recognizes Godzilla in how they did it. Yeah, no, it, it, you would think that there would be a you moment, but <laughs> there isn't. It, it's just go in, charge, everything charges. Also, ev all of the monsters are far less expressive. In yeah. This one. Um, I'll say. Oh, actually, I feel like I feel like Godzilla is expressive still, but not in a great way. Like he does an evil laugh. That that part yeah, was yeah. weird. Yeah, it was. Uh, it gave me um Indoraptor smiling vibes from that. Bit. <laughs> oh God, that I would take. Not a good thing to say. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, I would actually disagree. I, I think would... Kong is is good. And I think well, it's pretty cool too. I like a little panty ass with his face when he sees Godzilla. <laughs> it's a it's a, it's a if you look on tenor, it's a fucking give. Like it's one of the first ones, which I think is kind of funny. But I, I think, though, with the monster characterization, I think Kong gets the best. He's just, unfortunately, there's no real scenes to slow down, or it's just for the sake of characterization. Like, like there's no scene, like, in Kong's Island where Kong's looking at stars in this movie. Everything in this movie is either plot or comedy, both for the monsters and for the humans. And I think that's a big issue with the movie. Yeah, no, I think it's, yeah, it's just go, 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 go. And I was like, wow, we don't even have a moment where Kong realizes that, no, he really is the last of his kind and takes a moment to mourn that Yeah, long. that's a weird thing to me because they, they kind of stress that. But Kong doesn't seem that bothered. No, he's just he just sits down on the throne. He just picks up the axe and sits down on the throne just like fucking like, you know, yeah, this is cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's the that's the kind of emotions that got conveyed there, and it's like, wow, got nothing. I think it's because the movie just doesn't have time to slow down, and I think that's to do with Warner Bros. and their under two hours mandates they like to give to movies when they haven't been good. All right, and then so, in, in their mind, mm -hmm. anyways. I don't know what it is, but like. You, it, yeah, the Godzilla uh, team is like the weakest part of the movie, but I kind of liked them more than the Kong team, with the exception of the deaf girl. Gia. I don't know what it was. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what what it is. I just don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they're very underdeveloped. But if you're going to talk humans, though. Ton's been quiet for a while, so I think I think I'm I'm, I'm gonna let him cut loose on the rant he's been holding. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, so hi, I'm here. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so we when it comes, to, so if anyone's been following Kong Roundtable, you know we've had the whole 
you know, racism chart. And <laughs> we ended on a really high note with Kong Skull Island, which had the Iwi tribe. Um, very positive representation of indigenous people. A little bit noble savage, but for Kong, noble savage is better than anything else they've done so far. <laughs> but um, unfortunately, uh, we were followed up by Godzilla versus Kong, which had the also brilliant idea to have the entire Iwi tribe utterly wiped out by a um, monarch. Uh, the, really imp- the implication the implication is that is that monarch destabilized Skull Island somehow and caused the storm that surrounds it to get further inland. Oh yeah, and that somehow wiped them out. And so the only survivor of the Yui tribe is Gia. So she's so and she, it's not even treated as like that track. So she, it's basically like when um you know Native American children were kidnapped. schools it's just kind of treated by a good thing I'm not I'm just saying the Kong racism chart this is a a low a surprising low score even for (laughs) a Kong movie like this might ask that it's not worse it's not the worst thing 2005 exists but (laughs) it's definitely a passive way they just kind of yeah if yeah. It's second to 05, then jeez. Yeah, um, it's something. Because, like, it's just so casually done and, like, callous about it, too. It's like, oh, yeah, they got wiped out. But, yeah, we kind of caused it. And so, like, you can't just throw that in there and not, like, do something more with that. Because oh. that's a very heavy topic to be using, like, without any concern. Oh, yeah, yeah no. It... Like, oh, yeah, sure. Uh, King of the Monsters is the most problematic of the series. There's definitely not anything problematic about this one. <laughs> Go ahead, Tom. No, it's just kind of because it's like you can't really write off as like, oh, well, that's a thing that happens to like native people or whatever. It's just like you know, the, we saw that we had this rich, thriving culture, and it's just gone. It's like treated with no tragedy or reference at all, besides a passive mention. Yeah, just, I don't know. That annoys me personally as someone whose ancestry is basically doesn't exist anymore outside of America. It's very, I don't like it. <laughs> I I also think like there's something kind of off optics wise by having the last remaining one be adopted by a white woman who kind of changes her culturally. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. And the fact that she basically uses Gia as like a tool, but it's not really true as a bad thing. Like, yeah, are they supposed to be a happy family, or are they? My daughter talks to the big monkey. (laughs) It's very off. Like, I'm I'm sure it wasn't intentional, but it's like, I this is where you need someone in the room who might have noticed. That was kind of awkward. Yeah, I think it's definitely just like if if they were to do that, it'd have to be I think its own plot or at least have a bunch yeah. of development into it. Because like, yeah, like it's Kong Skull Island, they're a big part of it. They have this whole like civilization there, and then it's just like they just rent them out without any care. And I think you could do some interesting stuff with that, but obviously they didn't care to. Yeah, just writing it off really good. Also, like a ten second sentence. 
Yeah. Also, this means that uh, the events of Kong Skull Island were pointless, because remember, they were trying to save Kong to save the Iwi people from the Skull Crawlers. Yeah. <laughs> so, never mind that. Yeah. And, like, here's the thing, here's the thing. Now, I know someone will probably try to, it's like, well, it's Lizard versus Monkey Moo. Why are you thinking about this stuff? And it's like, <laughs> yes, but, like, they didn't have to kill off the Yui tribe. They yeah. didn't have to destroy Skull Island, but they did. So, yeah, it's kind of annoying that they did that. It's also like any future story potential is just kind of gone. With yeah. That yeah, that's the thing. The whole Skull Island setting, which was, could have been fleshed out, is now just kind of gone off the table. I That's a, kind of a big pet peeve of mine when important places just kind of get arbitrarily written off or wiped wiped out. Although, <laughs> that is kind of standard for Kong, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> True, yeah, it is Kong tradition. See, so. see, because I, because this was set up in the end of Kingdom Monster where they mentioned issues with Skull Island, the end credits. The issue is, I just think all that development and, like, fleshing out that Michael Doherty had in mind for that concept got tossed into the fucking wastebasket. Like, oh, we don't need that. Whatever, it's Skull Island's just gone, deal with it. And it's like, mm. And, like, I feel like if you weren't going to explore it, you might as well have just gotten rid of that plot point and just made it where Gia was orphaned by, like, I don't know, maybe the maybe Skull Crow ate, ate, ate her parents, or maybe, like, she like, like she just got lost one day. Or something like that. Like, there was no reason... To make it the way they I made guess it. The I only thing would like. be like, it'd be like, why did we keep this girl instead of taking her back to her tribe? And I think that could probably be its own problematic thing. They just like, yeah. Her. It, it, it's a weird situation. It, they would have to like treat it with care. <laughs> Something or good. I feel like you could just ditch the Gia being an orphan thing. Like, I feel like there's two ways to get around that. One, you could, you could you could just ditch Gia being an orphan, because I don't think it's that important to the story. At least in the story we got, maybe, in the original was. And just have it where she's, like, the priestess to Kong, and she's the one who can talk to him, because that's basically all she's used for anyways. And two, or two, you could just have made it where, where Gia was adopted by Kong himself. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe. Interesting idea. Because there is, because I, I don't want to. Because I feel like Gia is actually the best human character in this movie. I would agree. Yeah, yeah I really like Gia a lot. But I just feel like they should have refined her backstory more, where it didn't come off the way it does. Yeah, yeah for sure. Because yeah. everyone, else, oh, oh, go ahead, Crash. Oh no, I was just gonna say, like, yeah, I think Gia is definitely the most interesting one. I like her presence on there. And the actress does a really good job too. She's actually deaf. If you I know, yeah. It, it's really interesting to know. She's from a long line of deaf family, which is really interesting. And yeah, I, I like I like the fact that they at least treated her well. Yeah. One hundred percent legit. Which a because lot of I think. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say because, a lot of them like do it really jank, but because Gia conceptually, as a good representation, representation for both deaf people and also natives, is really good conceptually. It just unfortunately her backstory didn't come out the best, but I definitely think at least she was handled right beyond that. Thank mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because everyone else in this movie, boy oh boy, do they all suck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like any other characters in, the, in, in this movie, honestly. It's just because like, none of them get any development. development to themselves. They're all just there, they're one track, and they, they don't really change. They're not interesting. They're very stale. They're cardboardy. 
just like nothing characters. And I, I see a lot of people will be like, oh, why do you care? Like, I want to see the monsters. But it's like, you know, the Godzilla series, like some of the best ones have had like some great, amazing characters. Exactly. Makes them so good. And and, and, and like, and, and then Crash, not to cut you off, but I know for you specifically, Crash, your favorite Godzilla movie is the one with the least amount of Godzilla screen time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's just, it, 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 I think it comes back to that stigma of people being like, oh, Godzilla's just a stupid monkey man, and it's not monkey man. A guy in a suit movie, no depth, they're all dumb. And that's just such a disservice to the series for people to treat it like that and act like that's what it was. Exactly. And be like, oh, why do we need human characters in this movie? When it's like, they could really elevate this movie to higher standards and just like, oh, lol, they fight like... I don't. I don't get. I don't really like that mindset. It's really stupid. Yeah. I think. And back. And, and and I think what's more infuriating is even though I think Adam Wingard's kind of doing it for the PRs. Adam Wingard himself, like, oh yeah, the audiences want it. What if? How about next time we'd have even less humans? Like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, like, like you sound like an idiot. <laughs> like that's just like, how it sounds. Look, like, look. If you want nothing but mindless Godzilla action, go on to YouTube. And find somebody's Godzilla fan animation and watch that because uh, <laughs> you'll probably find it there. <laughs> it's just, yeah, I don't, it's really stupid because that, like, the entire plot of the movie and all the character scenes just feel very whatever. And not, like, the typical, like, oh, whatever. Just, like, they just suck. Exactly. Just very, just very nothing characters. That's the thing. And like finding out how much stuff has changed because really annoying. Especially when you have somebody like Ren Sarazawa, yes, Sarazawa's fucking son. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a really big name drop and a really big character to have in this movie. The son of like probably one of the best characters from the last two Godzilla movies. Yeah. And like I said, there's a lot of heavy topics that we've never heard of this guy until now. And that could be an interesting plot point. Like I said, maybe he goes like a strain from Sarazawa or something. You know, a lot of interesting stuff to do there and motivations and character for who, why he is who he is and why he's in this movie. But it's it's just like, it's like it's like a Star Wars cameo where they like tack a name onto it. And yeah. like, oh, it's Sarazawa's son, but they don't do anything with it. <laughs> and it just or feels like you're going to have this character here and not do anything with it and have no, like good tiebacks in or like any essential character development is so stupid <laughs> or like or, or like why he wants to build mechagodzilla because i know why because it leaked but like in the in the why is he involved with mechagodzilla why does he hate his dad so much like what like, is this, going on in the movie, it seems like it's just an extreme coincidence that he happens to be working at this facility where they're making a mechagodzilla because <laughs> there's like nothing that ties back to his history with his father <laughs> like yeah. it's yeah what what was it in the leaked version if Basically, basically, it was a mix of him feeling abandoned by his dad and being mad that that his that Godzilla caused Sarazawa to die in the last. That's movie. that's something I, that's that's something I thought about too. I was like that that that's exactly what I was kind of hoping or thinking for. Like that'd be an interesting thing to develop. I know it's such a cool say. it's such a cool thing to focus on on yeah. on Sarazawa destroying what his father loved. Like, exactly. There's really cool stuff you could do there. Yeah. But no, fuck that. We gotta just have Sarazawa be like. The random Japanese guy who's just around to be Japanese practically, and then like get and then die. By... <laughs> yeah, and then die. I was so yeah. shook when he just fucking like electrocuted his dad. I was like, oh, Damn, but guys, this this is the most the least problematic movie. Look at all the representation in it. <laughs> it's. Uh, I mean, go ahead. I was gonna say I was really excited to see Ren Serizawa because, like, like you said, there's a lot of weight and emotion there with that character. 
but none of it is theirs paid off. He seems more like a lackey in this movie than anything, honestly. Yeah. He's like, oh, but it's not ready. It's like, did I ask you in? And get in the fucking suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, 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 random, the random Evangelion reference like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to, and I'm even more furious because uh, before the recording started, uh, Faye po- uh, posted something in uh, one of the chats, and it's a it's an excerpt from the novelization, right? Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, this is actually really well written and interesting, and it has vibes to a movie that I can't mention because Crash <laughs> hasn't watched it yet. Camera, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it, it was literally, it was literally something straight out of that, and I was like, wow, this is so good, and I just got more furious at what we got. And like, there was so much stuff here that was changed too. Like, for example, I don't like what they did with the Apex CEO and changed the motivation. Why would you change the motivation from being upset that his wife was killed um, uh, in the Revenge of Kingdom Monsters by Rodan to him? It's like, who means Apex species again? Like, why would you do that? Well, that's not compelling. That's stupid. Why would you cut out how they got the King Ghidorah head from Jonah where it makes no sense how the hell that happened? They don't even try to explain it. Like, <laughs> it's just... Can we can we talk about that? Because they also say they somehow got a second head. We actually figured it, we actually figured it out. I'm up, RF. But because wow. the movie, I don't know what happened, but it must have changed. If you notice the the lower jawbones missing. Oh, what? Oh, Are you serious? Have... They. Yeah, they wow. put the lower jaw. Well, well, remember how they were saying how King Ghidorah's neurons are in the entire body, not just like his yeah. brain. That's what they yeah. do. Okay, but they don't explain that. We have yeah. to fucking figure that out. That yeah. seems like a pretty important detail to explain where it's not a continuity error. Yeah, but... I, I was going to say, one thing it seems like with this is that they seem to have been, in, for some reason, instead of keeping a nice, cohesive movie that falls off the other and builds off of it, they seem to want to get rid of a lot of the King of the Monsters references and tie-ins and stuff. Which, like, one, for your cap-off movie, you should not do at all. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know why you do that. And mm. like I said, too, it just ends up harming it and, like, making characters seem irrelevant or stupid. Like, Ren... Like he's just here now. The Apex CEO, that would that would have been a great motivation to see why he hates like the, the Titans so much and all the monsters. Because that that personal connection gives a lot to the character. It makes you at least understand. And feel yeah, it. and like something else also. Um, uh, his daughter Maya got cut down to nothing, and she's it's so annoying <laughs> because Ben Isaac Gonzalez, her actress, is really upset about it, and, and she's talking about it on Twitter. And the thing is, you can actually see elements of her original redemption plot because you see elements of her. Caring more about Gia, like you like, for example, she acts if she's supposed to be outside. And then if you notice when the boats like submerge, she goes to check on Gia. That's obviously stuff held over from her redemption arc, which got cut because of time, I guess. But she's it makes to every... survive. Or... Yeah. Really. So it's yeah. like I don't know why you would do this. Like, there's no reason for this beyond oh, or her just give them the monsters. And it's I like that's not a good movie. <laughs> Also, what? Uh, also, something that confused me, but I at that at that point in the movie, I had zero capacity to care for the rest of the movie. How does downloading an energy signature power up Mechagodzilla? Uh, power source. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> or wait, which speaking of stuff not making sense. Oh, and ton. Feel free to chime in whenever you want. Please. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um. I guess just kind of chime in real quickly, just kind of what what you guys have been talking about is um 
you know, I, I've just been seeing a lot of people talking about this movie, and obviously, you know, it's a new movie, strong feelings, and all that stuff. And if you like this movie, you know, you like it, whatever. You're you're entitled to that. And but there's like this weird need to like go like, well, of course we shorten edited to be better. It's like editing doesn't always mean good. I mean there's <laughs> been a lot of movies that have some pretty extensive um edits and changes to make to change kind of the flow and feel of the movie. And sometimes it works and sometimes it just doesn't. I mean like do I don't think any, it's like we don't I don't think anyone here wants like a five hour Unedited cut of Godzilla versus Kong. Well, I would, <laughs> but like it's like we don't watch some unedited every piece of footage of the movie. But the thing is, there's you know cutting out unnecessary stuff, like say Godzilla 2014 that cut out like an Akira. Not oh my, Akira oh, like, not unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. But I know what oh. you're talking. About. <laughs> Cameo. That cut out um, the uh, the speech scene from the trailer, but those are all necessary cuts, you know. This movie feels like you know an axe murderer wa- walked in and just chopped out entire sections of the plot. <laughs> and especially just... because we're finding not to cut you off time, especially because we're finding out that they reshot stuff to be different, like like um a uh, fucking Alvin Skarsgård's backstory being entirely different now. Mm-hmm. And like. You can make those changes, that's fine. But I th- I think, well, at least my personal issue here with this is that what they sacrificed isn't worth what the end product. Because, like, yeah. the movie just feels so fast, so choppy, so unfocused that you just got... And when you... And... Oh, I'm sorry, I had a break. <laughs> I got thought back now. It's like, if you just wanted this to be, you know, big monkey fights big dinosaur and nothing else utterly, I don't think it worked, the, the changes they did make work to serve that purpose. Yeah. It just feels like, <laughs> it just feels like a bunch of unnecessary scenes that happen before a random fight scene out of nowhere. And I feel like you could have, if you were going to just chop the movie down to just the fights, you could have done it in a more cohesive manner. And like, and like that's the other thing. The mythology of this movie is entirely gone, so the fights with Godzilla and Kong feel empty because there's no explanation why they're fighting. Why does Godzilla hate Kong so much? Like, like there's My, no... Like... Yeah, it's it's definitely not developed enough. My interpretation mm-hmm. of Jet is just about, like, an alpha predator thing, like, they're just trying to establish dominance over each other, but it's once it's once again something that's, like, said over, like, three lines, and doesn't get a lot of development. It seems like a quick way to be like, Oh yes, this is why they're fighting. This wants to be the alpha predator, and then that's it. They don't really build off of that. And and like and it it's makes, so, it, oh, go it, ahead. It, it feels like a, a like a playground motivation. It's like that yeah. guy's an asshole. I don't like him, and they're fighting. <laughs> and it's like there's a potential there for it to be a lot more deeper and more the personal between the two are focused, and they have the ideas there, but they don't execute them here at all. And like and like the thing is, the fact that this culmination movie has a weaker mythology and build up for why these two are fighting. And Godzilla and King Ghidorah do in Kingdom Monsters is a big issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially because, like, we you know, like, they mentioned there being, like, a war between, like, Kong's people. And I guess, like, I, there obviously there were used to be more than one Godzilla because we see the 
that's Godzilla in the first uh, in Godzilla twenty fourteen. Then we also see one like the skull in this one with uh, the, the accent. Con- the uh, the accent. Like we're not giving like I, like you know maybe there is like a dominance thing, but like explain why they wanted to fight each other over dominance. Like why was there a war to begin with, and why does Kong? Like X Kong doesn't necessarily want to continue because he doesn't even really know what Godzilla is. But it's like you know, like you said, there's no backstory here to anything that we actually see. There's just like throwaway lines that say it, and that's it. And it really is missing the power of stuff like King of the Monsters and just that those feelings that. Like, I think one of my favorite little King of Monsters moments is when, during the first fight with King Ghidorah and Godzilla, when Godzilla is charging up his atomic breath, and King Ghidorah fucking easily dodges it. And that's such a great bit of visual storytelling to show that these two have fought before and know each other's tricks and Did how they fight. Before that, that uh, the Kevin head was actually watching the beam charge, was taking note of it. Like, oh, that's really cool. Craw- crawling up the tail, he was watching it. And, and that's, that's just the kind of stuff. And that's just the kind of stuff that I feel like Godzilla vs. Kong is missing. Because it's like like they, they go like, oh, why is Godzilla going after Kong? We're not even we're not even in his territory. And they never bring that up again. So it's like it, you're missing so much mythology and explanation here. And it just makes the movie feel weak. Like, why is why does Godzilla entirely change his mind about, about fighting Apex to instead shoot his beam into the fucking hollow earth to try to get Kong? Like, like, why did he hate Kong so much? There's no real explanation for it. And it makes the fights feel really weak. And it especially hurts Godzilla because he has no personality here besides asshole. Yeah, he's the bigger <laughs> asshole to Kong yeah. than he was to King Ghidorah. Like, yeah. Godzilla asshole meter. Yeah, Godzilla's a big <laughs> asshole in this movie. <laughs> and there's no reasoning or explanation for it. And it's really annoying because, once again, in the cut stuff that we know from leaks, it was because the Kong species was I've heard two versions, so it might be from two different drafts. But one of them was they were invasive like the Muto, so Godzilla has said, oh fuck, it's, it's, it's used things again. Or it's because they helped humans enslave the Titans besides them, and Godzilla had to liberate the Titans from the Kongs. Like so just something like that would add so much more to the series. Well yeah, the series and this movie, and it's just missing. It's it's just so hollow and like pointless. And there's obviously hints at a mythology there because of the dead Godzilla, the Godzilla markings on the throne floor, all the axes made from the Godzilla spines. It's like all that's missing. And it's really disappointing because it just makes everything feel so hollow and pointless and just two giant DJ blobs beating each other up because the plot demands it rather than anything that's actually fleshed out. Also, can that's we talk about... Oh, so I was gonna say, oh. yeah, I, I think the main thing is just the fact that, like, yeah, like they they use throwaway lines to establish why they're fighting. I think the mythology is cool. I don't think like they they need like a a deep connection to have, but the fact that there's nothing there to like give it any depth to why they hate each other so much is why yeah, it's so weak. yeah, because because like I'm not saying it had to be like a big subplot or anything, but at least the amount that you get for the Mutos, the Skull Girls, and King Ghidorah. Yeah, well, there's exactly. backstory there. there. Anything where it's like there's more of a reason why they hate each other. I mean, like they they could have tied into like a modern day. I don't know. Maybe Kong was being something, and Godzilla needs to put him in his place. But they they never they don't do anything like that. And I know people are like, oh, I just want to see them fight. But like, come on, don't you want like a little depth in, in your story? I don't know. I, like, but yeah, but yeah, RF Bond. 
Oh, I was going to say, uh, like, I remember this was in the discussion when uh, leaks were happening. There was this uh, apparently supposed to be a scene where Gia convinces God. Oh, yeah. That would have been such a good scene. And it is why uh, Gia tells uh, Kong to help Godzilla. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Because there's no reason why Gia would think Godzilla is not the enemy. I mean, Godzilla is there, but there's like... (laughs) There's missing... There's a missing connection there. That would have been such a good scene for Godzilla too, the show that he's not just an asshole. So it's like they cut stuff that didn't need to be cut. It's it's just really bad. And it's like, why did Godzilla let Kong live after all that? It's just... The movie doesn't make sense. And I think... An issue I'm seeing is a fandom conflating absurdity and silliness with a lack of a plot, character, mythology, or explanation about what's going on. And like they're not the same thing. Like the show movies make perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. They're crazy, but it's not, I'm not, not ever like, why is this happening? Even Megalon makes sense. Oh, God. Megalon makes more sense. At least we know why the Hitopians are upset and what Megalon is to them. It's like, it's just, you don't have that in this. And you can't just go, oh, it's silly and absurd. And it's like, oh, it's like the show of films. Because the show of films are really well-made movies for the most part that just happen to have crazy concepts. There's a big difference there. Like, I don't think anyone's upset about the Kong for having silly concepts. It's the, it's the weird tone that doesn't match the past three and the lack of anything else to it. That's the issue. Also, I think we we need to really get past the whole like if there's kaiju on screen, it should be silly and not take itself seriously. Yeah, I think we need to get past that because I don't know. I've been seeing a lot of that, and I've been seeing a lot of critics of the last uh, of the other MonsterVerse movies being really smug about this one. Yeah. Like I said, um, I'm happy people are liking it and enjoying it a lot. Like, I don't completely hate it, but the fact that there's so many of the compliments are all very like backhanded. They're like, yeah. oh yeah, finally some like fun monster action, unlike those other two ones with the stupid characters. Mm-hmm. And it's like, <laughs> I I don't know why they always have to bring it. Like it's it's just it's I said this earlier, but it's like this pretentious attitude about these movies mm-hmm. of going into them being like, oh yeah, these are like stupid schlocky shit. Like, they're not cool. They're not serious. No one cares about them. Like, whatever. And I just hate that attitude so much about movies like these. Same. It's very pretentious. <laughs> and it, I also feel like it just ignores history, too, because people, I feel like there's this weird idea. People are like, oh, Godzilla can mix seriousness and out, and out there concepts. And, like, yes, it can. GMK is, has a lot of out there concepts. Right from the beginning, the first movie. <laughs> like... I know. It's like, it's <laughs> fucking stupid. Yeah, it, it is. It, it's annoying. I hate that so much. And, like, yes, there have been, like, dumb and silly ones. Yeah. But, like, with any series that's gone on for 60 years, like, there's going to be stuff like that. Well, but, like, wait, 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 wait. Like, I don't see the average opinion on superheroes being, oh, why aren't they stupider and sillier? Who needs uh, anything in depth? I mean,. There, I mean, you could just say Marvel Cinematic Universe fans. Okay, or... wow, that's a hot take. There. <laughs> I, I think there was definitely a time in like comic movie history where people were like, the producers were yeah. definitely like worried about that. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. like you know, the X Men wearing like all black costumes, they're like, no, mm-hmm. we can't have like the sillier costumes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, like, not even like G fourteen has had that kind of renaissance to be like, okay, yeah, we can do like serious stuff with our like more absurd ideas, like serious and stuff. I... And, uh, honestly, I feel like, unfortunately, 
Death Morphin King of the Mantras trying to do that and not succeeding financially. But I feel like what Warner Bros. missed is it wasn't King of the Monsters that failed, per se. It was their stupid dating for it that failed. Yeah. Which, which, which pokes, I know you have a lot of thoughts on that. So I'll, actually, I want to hear you get into that, folks. Well, uh, like, what do you mean exactly? Like, uh, obviously, well, the, the King of the Monsters dating. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, it released... You know, it released a month after a certain little, like, you know, a little movie that came out in that same year. Uh, you might have heard of it called Endgame. It came out, you know, just maybe a month a little before that. Well, and, you know, it, it was... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and, you know, and then it also had Detective Pikachu, which came out before it. It came out right after Aladdin um, came out, which was, like, right before that as well. So like, that May was just so packed full of movies that... And I think, uh, I think didn't... When did uh, Solo come out? Yeah, John Wick came out. Did Solo come out? Was that a little bit after? No, that was in 2018. You're in the wrong year. Oh, okay, that was 20. Okay, my bad. But um, <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, that was when Fallen Kingdom came out. Um, but yeah, like that 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 part of the year was just so packed with movies, and especially in game. In game itself just kind of blew everything away. That it would have been very hard for them yeah. to have made much money because like in game wasn't just a normal movie, right? Because most within a couple weeks, a normal movie like it's it'll be down the numbers like a couple weekends in where it's not been that big of a deal anymore. In game. Was not like that, and anyone yeah. with any lick of common sense would have known it wasn't going to be like a normal movie. And it was still like it was that movie was number one at the box office for like mm-hmm. the for like a month. Yeah. It's like I, I think I think I think everybody at least like knows Godzilla. Like, yeah, he's very famous, but like you can put like the big finale to like the big fucking universe that's been going on for the last ten years and be like, yeah, we can compete with that. Yeah. Like, no, you can't do no. you can't do that. I, oh. People like Godzilla, but like that's fucking endgame. Like, what do you expect? And like, like the other thing is also the Rotten Tomatoes score for Kicking the Monsters really hurt it because it was tracking for like sixty million. Then once the Rotten Tomatoes scores it fell down to forty seven million in total opening weekend. So like do you have to also look at that too? That when you put a movie that got kind of smashed Rotten Tomatoes wise against a movie Aladdin that did ninety million opening weekend. The weekend right before it, of course you're going to see a little bit of a drop off there and i think warner bros was just too reactionary because people are seeing tvk now not because of the movie itself but just from the concept there was no need to edit it down as much i feel like it as they did mm-hmm. yeah it's <laughs> it seems like we had to blame the peep the audiences for why this happened <laughs> <laughs> yeah it just sucks yeah warner brothers has been very shitty recently though so Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, and like I, I, I did just diss the MCU, but like Endgame was a big deal. And mm-hmm. I, how how long did they how long did it stay in theaters? I know they like re-released it again. For a long time. Yeah, it was in theaters for a while because of it that. was still in theaters when the Blu-ray came out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Was it> really? <laughs> yes. For context. And they're like, yeah, we're gonna go up against that movie. We'll do great. Guaranteed. <laughs> And it's just such a weird timing for that. I don't, I don't know why they did that. Well, if I remember correctly, also, like, King of the Monsters had this weird tango with a bunch of Disney movies where, it like... It did. Where, like, they would announce a new date, and then Disney, the like, in the next week would announce the date of one of their movies within the same week of that movie. And it kept happening. I also, though... I feel like also in general, movie studios have to stop being so reactionary. I feel like because this happened with Rise of Skywalker too, where they changed Rise of Skywalker because of Last Jedi, and it's like you can you have to have trust in your brand, otherwise you're going to end up with failures. Unfortunately, because critics are fucking idiots, 
people are like, oh yeah, this movie's good because it's stupid. The fresh score. But mm-hmm. if this was like a superhero or like a Star Wars film, this would absolutely be rotten because of the, of the hack job they did with it. And it's like studios have to be able to have more faith and confidence in their movies. Mm-hmm. No, I do agree with you there. Um, I, I don't know what it is. Um, yeah, it's yeah, just the studios themselves. I, they like that. There's one little. They have like a little misstep, one little like thing that doesn't go well. They're just like, oh, we got a one eighty completely different direction. Everything's changed. And that ends up hurting like any kind of cohesion they have between movies or just exactly the itself because they're. they're you you can't please everybody. You can please like a general audience, I guess. But like, if you're always trying to appease to somebody, you're never gonna make something that's like good. Because exactly. Someone's like, oh, I, I don't like this. It's stupid. So, yeah. And 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 and, and like you said, Crash, I definitely get the sense that they cut out a lot of that Kingdom Monster ties from this one. Another really dumb decision. Like, like I said, for the cap off, this is a cinematic universe. How are you going to have mm-hmm. a cinematic universe without cinematic universe ties? <laughs> and like, and, and and like, the thing is, to me, they approach this movie as the last one, according to Adam Wingard. If you're going as, as the last one, would you want to go out on a high note? Like, here's here's what we have. Take it or leave it. If we do go on this one, we'll continue. If not, at least we end on a high note. Why would you want this to be your ending? Yeah. Although that did, that did kind of randomly remind me of something I did like from the very beginning. Now what the fucking the opening credits part where they're showing all the monsters they've killed that was really cool. Remember what you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah the no. bracket. I don't like the bracket. I'm sorry. What? Oh, I love the bracket. I don't like I, I, the bracket I, I, it's a bit too silly for me personally. I, I like it, Crash. I, I'm with you on. It. I like the Crash. <laughs> I thought it was hype. I was, it was it was getting me hot. I was like, oh yeah, like they fell, they fucking beaten. Like oh shit, they got to fight. Oh, it was hype. <laughs> I did. I did enjoy the fact that it, they released it a little bit earlier before the movie came out. A bunch of people thought it was fake when it was. That fake. was so funny. <laughs> yeah. People were like fake. Also, it. it... I don't know what it is, but for some reason, all of the Hollow Earth stuff feels like it semi-retcons a bit of the history from the other ones. I know that they we were building up that like the monsters were uh, came from the Hollow Earth and stuff, but like I thought part of it mm-hmm. was that like this was uh, the areas where there were pockets of radiation that could uh, uh, subsist these giant monsters. Oh yeah, that is kind of weird that there's the radiation yeah. issue. I, I will like, say though, I I thought the Hollow Earth part was really interesting. I actually like that that whole world they have down there. I think the aesthetic is cool. I just kind of and then this isn't really their fault admittedly. I just I, I'm just not big on these random no name monsters they throw in. They're not for me. Um, I mean, I don't mind original monsters. I think that's cool. But the, my main, my only issue with the Hollow Earth here was just that it felt very empty. Like there was not yeah, yeah. Monsters in the background. There was absolutely nothing in there. Like, and and that's kind of a shame because, like, I think that a lot of the monster versus original monsters are are some yeah. really cool yeah. monsters. Skull crawlers are fucking epic, and like a lot of the Kingdom Monsters ones well, are really cool. Well, too. Skull crawlers aren't really original because they were. Well, from I know the, the yeah, they're based on thirty three one, but like the way they interpreted them and made them was like really yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I know that like a lot of people were really sad that like the one actual kaiju sized skull crawler that appeared like got only like 12 <laughs> seconds of scenes before getting literally skull cut devil. in half. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah number funny. 10 or whatever. Um, oh, Sam. Yeah. I was, I was going to say for the Hollow Earth, like the monster stuff, I did, I do, I really like the design of, I guess they're the Warbats, the, you know, the snake 
dragon flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those those cool. are really cool. And my other thing was um, the those really ugly, disgusting looking bat bird things. In yeah. The, in the, like I, I don't think that's a bad design. I think they're intentionally really ugly. I don't think that. But yeah. my thing was um, they're actually like the one of the thing good things about this movie. I think that the special effects look good, and I think there was like some scenes with those like shots of those where it honestly you if you told me it was an animatronic, I would have believed you. Like this, there's a specific, there's a specific shot of one of them, like after they throw the rock at it or whatever, mm-hmm. and it actually like it looks really close to being like a, like the lighting and everything it just looks so good. It looks mm-hmm. like it almost be an animatronic to me. Yeah, it, I, it just I, it's just so ugly. But I mean, it's fine. I like here. Here's yeah. the thing. I'm okay with the Hollow Earth, but there was something about it, like the way that it was presented, like the way that like there was a light show as like the gravity reversed and stuff, and like going into oh, it. Oh, like the entrance? Thing yeah. Little, like, over that, the like, gave me a weird feeling. Like, I was watching that one uh, goit uh, Nazi conspiracy <laughs> meme video. <laughs> it really felt like I was, uh, it, I was, like, uncomfortably watching this, and I'm like, is this, like, a, somehow an homage to, like, like the Nazi mythology or some <laughs> shit, shit? Like, and it was just... <laughs> And and it's this weird feeling that is completely unsubstantiated. Like I'm pretty sure there is no connection whatsoever. When you, when you saw that, it, it lit a fuse in your brain. That was like the first thing that came to your mind. You're like, oh my god, that is. What yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's like the keyword to activate that neuron. Yeah, it's just the keywords that activated that neuron, and I was just like a very uncomfortable for the rest of the Hollow Words. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that my okay. That, that's gonna tie into a, a, another complaint I have, yeah. kind of about Hollow Earth, I guess. So, like, what I was gonna say, I, I like I said, I really like the Hollow Earth. I think it looks cool. The whole like gravity shit, I like that. But um, my other thing was um, I don't get what Kong's whole deal was with it because they're like, we need him there. To get to Hollow Earth. Yeah, that's another thing. But um, uh, what they're they like, because mm-hmm. like they're like, okay, we need like, because the way they make it sounds like, okay, like the gravity's gonna fucking kill us there, so we need Kong to show us like a path in there. But they have the path in. There. Oh, 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 no! Well, they they, they didn't need him for that. Those a lot of people have have, have begun oh, speaking on. It? They needed him to find the energy source. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. That makes sense, especially yeah. when they're inside. But the way they present at the beginning, like the way he, like the fact that they, he first talks about, like, oh, my brother was killed, like on the entry. To that was to explain and, the, the 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 not super X's. But why they like, need like, those? Ties that into like we need Kong, and I don't think they give it enough breathing room to help realize those are two different guns. It was probably yeah. not done well because that scene is obviously a reshoot <laughs> because it's different from Alexander Skarsgård's character's original backstory. Yeah. I also said, kind like, of his, oh, his sentence doesn't really get a conclusion. It's immediately followed up with a prompt for like why they need Kong. I think that's yeah. why it's really confusing. <laughs> also, can I say I feel really bad for that actor, considering that everybody is just kind of dunking on him for the fact that every <laughs> single trailer is like, "We need Kong. The world needs him." And <laughs> Kong like... bows to no one. <laughs> I heard that all the time. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, that was a weird thing. And yeah, like, I guess we don't really need to talk about the main characters. There's not much to talk about. There. <laughs> there really is. Really yeah. They're just not that complex. Madison, Madison doesn't even feel like Madison anymore. Like, yeah. Do tap water. Yeah. yeah God, I, 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 I referenced that before. I, I was kind of flabbergasted that they went with that. And I was like, are you for real right now? See, <laughs> see you want to know what really irritates me with that whole plot line? Bernie was was not well. Okay, there's two things about Bernie. One, 
and 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 Ton, feel free to call me out if I'm wrong, but okay. I feel like it's kind of weird that the only big black character they have in this movie is a fucking comic relief psychopath mm. who's like who's like weirdly paranoid. I mean, especially he's literally, after, after, really... especially because they cut down Lance Reddick's guy, who was supposed to be leading Monarch down to two lines, but that's a whole other thing. Like right at the beginning, then he was just gone. Right? I mean, they li- they literally made him into the guy for like as RF was saying, the the guy from the Bayformers movies, like yeah, like complete with like the hacker like thing where he steals yeah. the information, and then uh, all we're missing is the FBI break into his house scene and. Stuff. <laughs> The mech got to the documents on his computer. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah. Rid- oh, go ahead. He has a lot of energy, like the um, friend, the TSA fr- agent friend in Get Out. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. It's, it, he also tries to have, like, uh, they tr- he, he, tr- he tries his hardest to have a character in this movie in a backstory. But then again, they don't tie into it with his wife, which is really weird. Yeah. Well, funny enough. Guess that, who? Oh, guess how his wife died originally in King of the Monsters? Wow! No. Almost, almost like they cut everything that's tied to that movie that they could. I'm not. I'm not lying. I'm not, I'm and, just, I'm <laughs> and like, and like the other thing is, originally Apex was not its own company. It was a subsection of Monarch. Mm-hmm. A lot of weird changes. And Bernie up. was a leaker. He wasn't some weird ass conspiracy theorist. He worked in the making of all stuff and leaked it. No, he said okay. he's not a whistleblower, Mother. You're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but That's like, the first thing he said. Okay, but like, can we can we talk about the fact that like in the current uh, political climate that we're in right now, the cojones on King of the Monsters to like kind of promote like conspiracy theory shit. Wrong like, movie. GVK. Or GVK. GVK. Grandpa, sorry. get it right. Yeah, okay, sorry. I've got to go take my back pill. <laughs> but, like, GV- the co- the cojones on GVK to, like, condone and promote, like, conspiracy theory shit. Uh, after, after what had happened, like, a couple months prior. See, it's kind of funny, and, and Tun can back this up. Me and Tun were kind of clowning on people who saw this internationally, complaining about that. And then I watch it, and it's like, oh my god, this movie's really going intense with this. Yeah, yeah to, to everyone I mentally called a nerd complaining about the conspiracy theory stuff, I'm sorry, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I formally withdraw that thought crime. <laughs> because it's like, it's just so much in it. Fucking reptilians, Illuminati. The fluoride shit? It's like, what is this? Why is this in the movie? Yeah. <laughs> It feels. I it feels they, they were like, trying to make it like very comedic, but it's just it's all over it. It's really strange, and it's not funny. It's like it, it's... it's not funny. It's actually upsetting right now. <laughs> but the, this movie has so much outdated humor that feels like it was exec mandated. Oh, like, don't don't fucking... forget the iPod. Don't forget. The yeah, I was going to say right? the iPod. <laughs> oh what? Oh that's years old. Why is that being brought up now? That's like half a decade now, isn't it? Yeah, it's like it was oh like twenty seventeen. Oh my god, I'm old. <laughs> when was I? I want to check right quick. When was the Tide Pod thing? Yeah, like, what, I, what, I, what day? I, what I, day I, was I, the? What day was the Know Your Meme page made for? It, <laughs> <laughs> it was um. Pod. Uh no, it wasn't that early. I don't. I can't. It was um. Yeah, twenty eighteen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Still old though. Like wow. that's four years yeah, ago. Yeah. Years. But yeah. King like, of the Monsters came out after the me that meme was dead. Yeah, 
That's hilarious. But yeah, Crash, go on with what you're going to say. When they, when they fucking take, like, the fast, like, metro train down to Hong Kong, <laughs> how fast that's supposed to be? Like, Oh, I I have no idea. It's, it's, it, shows it, it shows it keep going up. It keeps going faster. And like the last we see it, it's going like six hundred something, like seven hundred miles per hour. Like it's still going faster when it cuts away. Mm-hmm. So probably like thousands like, of miles per hour. I just imagine like because Kyle Chandler just like where is my daughter? <laughs> She's not texting me back. I'm just wondering like how long, how 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 many days is over? Like the course of like a week or something? I I have no idea because this movie's yeah. done really weird. Yeah. yeah, I can't tell because there's nine day sequences, you know, like in the Florida scene, the Hong Kong scene, mm-hmm. fucking transporting Godzilla to like Antarctica. And I just wonder like how how fast it was because like were they in that cart for like a day or something? I have like, no idea. It's really weird. Yeah, I don't know. It's <laughs> just kind of something silly I thought of. And like and like something else I'm gonna say that speaking of minor nitpicks, poor Becca Godzilla gets some stupid comedy moments associated with him too. Which like one? for one, well, okay, I'll start with the most egregious comedy moment. Fucking slowing him down with whiskey. That pissed me off so much. It was so... <laughs> that, that was, that was we, such we a, like, oh, a shit. Char- we had a character resolution. We had one. We threw the wife's whiskey into the computer, she... It's, it's like there there was definitely a better way to like have the to, to turn off Mechagodzilla. Like that was kind of... Like we gotta write something in. Fuck. We gotta defeat Mechagodzilla. That's it. Pour yeah. water in. <laughs> it's just really kind of egregious as one and, and, and like the weird thing is why would that computer type to decide to be controlling Godzilla anymore? <laughs> it's that one computer that yeah. controls everything. That's yeah. hilarious. For this massive fucking mecha robotic Godzilla they have, they put everything important on one computer. What's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> if it gets slowed down less the bit that Godzilla's a stutter reboot itself? Yeah. yeah. Mecha would have tried to oh, oh, shut oh, down. Oh, oh. It would have straight up shut down if Kidora had taken over it. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm up. Go ahead, Tom. No, I was going to say, just honestly, this movie was sitting at a six for a lot of it, but then that scene happened, and I was like, all right, this movie's a five. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's so dumb. And speaking of poor Mechagodzilla, I always they did one of my least favorite tropes ever. Oh, and yeah. That, no, and and yeah. that's fucking Dead Deadpool 2 kids. Like, because first Bernie's like, oh, it's a robot Godzilla. And he's like, no, it's a Mechagodzilla. Like, what? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Stop talking. What okay, to be doing? honest, though, I didn't even expect him to, like, actually say his name. So I'm like, okay. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, some of them are like, oh, no, Mechagodzilla. Because, you know, with all the Mechagodzilla movies we saw, and even, like, Curry would, like, Dad, of like a Mecha Godzilla. That's a silly name. We're not going to say that. So I was at least it was it was pretty in your face. It was kind of cringy, but I was at least pleasantly surprised that they actually said his name in the movie. <laughs> but but the thing is though is they have um uh, Simmons a CEO. Yeah, he's Mecha. Like, he doesn't say Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> but they could have had him called Mecha Godzilla. There's no reason why. You're right. They could have. But they do, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> so you get this really cringe scene of a fucking Deadpool 2 kid, like, oh my god, it's a Mecha Godzilla. Like, oh no, shut up, stop talking. Oh, yeah, and I mentioned this. We were talking outside yeah. the podcast, but uh, I forget. Did, did he know that it was a Mecha? Like, no. That guy does Because, like, Bernie's like instinct of, like, oh, it's a robot Godzilla. Like, yeah, that's, that's a natural conclusion. So it's like, why are you correcting me if you don't even know it's controlled? <laughs> you don't know it's a Mecha. <laughs> <laughs> It's so cringe. It's it's just like really egregious and really obvious. And I don't know why they did that. And the funniest thing is when me pokes into the water first time, pokes, you were like, okay, that's too much even for me. Yeah, that was that's the <laughs> what I said. I said I was okay. Like there'd been some like borderline cringe moments up to that point, but that was where it crossed the line. Because <laughs> like, that is like like you said that that's just one of the like like they, there's there's so many other. You could have just you didn't even need 
him to say that it was Mechagodzilla. You could have just had um Apex guy. He could have just said it himself because he made it, so he would name it. Like yeah. yeah, like there was no reason reason for it. Like the kid to go, no, that's Mechagodzilla. Like that that was straight out of Ready Player One. Oh, except Mecha- in Ready oh Player One, it was- it's a skull crawler, and it's that Godzilla <laughs> from Godzilla's King of the Monsters, two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> It's just so egregious, and, and I don't get it. Speaking of that kid, why is he in the movie still? He doesn't do anything. It's epic. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I know they, they wanted like someone to. Okay, it's kind of like they already have like a comic release, and they have two comic release same place. Yeah, like, two different kinds. Which is which is where it gets really, really annoying. Oh my Be- god. But this movie, though, has no moments that aren't plot or comedy anyway, so... Mm-hmm. Like, wait, like, like, can anyone name a scene from this movie that's not either about the plot or, or comedic? Um, hmm. I mean... I guess the sequence where Kong is starting to freak out and then, uh... No, uh, the, no, no, but what you see, what you see, are, that's plot important because it's how... Because that just sounds that Gia can talk to Kong, that Kong knows sign language, so that Gia can tell Kong to go into the Hollow Earth later on. That's the only reason that scene is kept. I'm telling you now, that's why. On the boat? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I guess you have the... Well, um, uh, where uh, Kyle Chandler's character and Millie Bolly Brown's character um, meet up after fight with Mechagodzilla. That's like that brief bit. But there's but, still a comedic bit, though, because you have Josh yeah. like, oh, oh, yeah, it, you know what? It was Daddy's <laughs> idea. Yeah, I That caught me off guard, so I laughed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that was Faye. This Faye trying to get guests for this. No, that was me getting best in slot to be on the Jurassic Games episode for uh, Jurassic Park Operation Genesis. <laughs> Check out the Jurassic Games Operation Genesis. We have to be bitched about the Godzilla name drop. We got that in there. <laughs> yeah, I, that's true. But then make Godzilla was happening. So <laughs> I, I will say there are like some scenes where like there is a bit of menace with uh, Mecha Godzilla, especially when he's like forward facing. I like kind of the yes, binocular that, vision. Mecha Mecha Godzilla is good. He's just in a shitty movie again. Yeah, I thought I, 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 curse of Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> Unfortunate. I thought um the scene with um when he first activates and it's like not, well not first activates but like first becomes a rogue. And when mm-hmm. you see him in the background, like turning to face the Apex CEO, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah. <laughs> just seeing that, that that just got me hyped. Yeah, yeah no, I don't, like, here, his presence, his persona, he's so fucking cool. Yeah. That's what I that, love. That kind of shot. It, normally, it is like just kind of like a, it's kind of a tropey kind of shot. Like, mm-hmm. like you know, like the, but I think it, this is it's just Mechagodzilla's like when it's forward facing, it's so menacing. It it actually is like a really cool bit when it, like you, when mm-hmm. that, that moment when he realized that King Ghidorah has taken over Mechagodzilla, and he just looks straight at. Yeah. Uh, everyone else like in the observation room. Yeah, that, that was, really that was cool. very menacing. But when I think when I think of good moments in this movie, that's like the first thing that comes to mind is that one. Yeah, I was so excited when I saw that. But uh, yeah, then although they do <laughs> they do kind of undercut it and make the Apex CEO really whack because he's like about to go into monologue and the guy's like, <laughs> yeah, kind of wanted to hit oh, that. Can we talk about the- yeah, I know. I had a I have a dream cut off and then. <laughs> <laughs> 
Damn. That that was the writers writing him out. They're like, oh shit, we we don't we don't actually have a, a speech for him to say. Just fucking kill him. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, the funniest thing is, I have a feeling that, that was a reshoot because it's entirely yeah. different from his original motivation. Yeah. So so they were like, oh, make it funny. It's like, oh my god. I like how his daughter dies and no one tells him. I know, yeah, right? It's, it's, it's kind of sad that he doesn't even isn't even aware his daughter's dead before he. Oh yeah! By the way, your daughter died. Get a, a downloading energy for you. <laughs> I know. Oh, it's like, like how that work? behind you. It's like what? <laughs> and then he died. It, it, it's just like oh my god! So much stuff in the movie is so obviously cut together and so it, it, it annoys me tremendously how they handle this movie because there's no reason to do it the way they do the it. It's like <laughs> I love it. It's so dank. It's like oh, also Godzilla just like yeeting through the earth. I was like, damn. Just like <laughs> just fucking like shot a blast right through the earth, and then they take it up. But also like. Don't they need like a path from the hollow earth to the surface? Yeah. Or can they just fly up now? I mean, I have no idea anymore. Because <laughs> like the open, they're like, damn, hollow earth is kind of dangerous. Can it need to take like, Ab- abandon all logic? He who enters this movie. <laughs> but then the guy just like, don't worry, I'll make a shortcut for you. And he's like, oh damn, there they go. What I'm curious about is why is Godzilla more pissed off at Kong than he is at Mecha Godzilla? Like he entirely changed his position. Yeah. It's like it, there's just stuff in this movie that doesn't make sense like, anymore. Especially, and especially, it's a very much implied. Like I know we, I think uh, we know this from the book or like the novelization that's coming out as well that explains a bit more. Like, but we know that Godzilla immediately knows that Ghidorah is involved with Mechagodzilla, which is why like none of the other Titans show up. Because what like, should oh, have been in the movie? Yeah, yeah. Man, I think that would be a bit important to mention that Godzilla told the other Titans to go the fuck to sleep while he dealt yeah. with while he dealt with this. But no. We can't have that in the movie. We can't have any bit of plot yeah. or logic. It's like, it's like it's like if Godzilla, if, if he has two options. He can either fight Kong, which is just another, just another, pretty much just another giant monkey he's fought with before that he already knows he's gonna win, or he has to go. He can go and fight the reincarnation of King Ghidorah. He's gonna go for King Ghidorah. He's not gonna care about Kong, like because Kong doesn't care about him. So it's like neither of them are threat to each other until they make themselves threat to each other. Whereas King Ghidorah is obviously a threat just by existing. So it's like there's no reason for Godzilla to fight Kong in Hong Kong because he, he there's a big threat right in the inside of that mountain right there, and he knows it's there already. It it it's really weird, and and I, and I don't get exactly what's going on there. Like I understand, like for me, it's like there's obviously a suspension of disbelief when you're in a movie like this to a degree because obviously there's a giant, you know, monsters that physically mm-hmm. cannot exist given. But like <laughs> the the problem arises when it breaks its own rules, and this movie yeah. breaks its own makes the universe's own rules a lot. And that's the, where the big problem comes a lot of the time. Because that's why it doesn't just, make sense. Mm-hmm. Because it just doesn't explain enough what's going on with Godzilla and Kong. And I think because... And once you remove that, there's nothing to the fight scenes that make you invested, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like there's nothing... Like, there's no sense of tension there because no one's developed enough in this movie, honestly. Which is a big issue. Their issue also, what people point out, is there's never any worry for Godzilla losing yeah, in this no, movie. Yeah, they're just like, eh, eh, King Ghidorah, the thing that almost <laughs> destroyed the planet last movie, has taken over a mechanized version of Godzilla and is beating up Godzilla. Uh, eh, eh, not a big deal. Yeah, Godzilla's... He's kind of completely destructive. and impact. Okay, yeah, Godzilla doesn't really get any scenes in this movie, like, at all for his character, like we mentioned before. Yeah. Just kind of an asshole. And like what? I I you know I don't I like the idea of them kind of playing with the fact that because I think inherently we know Godzilla's like 
way overpowered for compared to Kong. Like he's gonna yeah. body him. So I like the idea of them building that up to it, which is why you know he gets the axe, which I think is a really cool idea too. But it happened a little too fast, I think, or a little too yeah. late. Where because he gets the axe and he does hold up for a bit, but then he dies. Like he loses like five minutes. Yeah, away. and it makes it feel like damn. Like there was like one thing to stand up against him was I was it didn't even help him out that much. And yeah, I think if they had like. More build up to it, or at least maybe have the axe seen like earlier. Get something. I don't yeah. know. Rearrange it a bit. It give it a lot more presence to the fact that they're on equal terms now. Especially because like they try to force the idea that Kong won any round because like oh I guess Kong wins round two, but like the it, it immediately round quote unquote round three starts like the second after because <laughs> yeah Godzilla immediately just stands back up and goes after Kong again. So there's really only two fights in the entire movie. They just try to like artificially create a, like a differentiation between the second one and the third one. And, but in reality, pretty much there's only two fights and uh, Godzilla wins both of them. And like very- also the way Godzilla defeats Kong to me is really underwhelming. Because he just okay, scratches like, him a bit and stomps on him, and that's it. Yeah. Also, I like the I like the pin down scene a lot. Although mm-hmm. they kind of spoil that in the trailer, like a fucking yeah. them running at each other, <laughs> which kind of gives it less weight when you're seeing it. It's like, oh yeah, I saw that. Because like now mm-hmm. in the context, it's like, oh, that's just them like yelling at each other. Yeah. But I, I like the pin down scene. But I agree. I think there should have been a little more weight to his defeat. I guess if that makes mm-hmm. sense. There definitely, there definitely been a, should have been at least one instance like. That Godzilla is only able to get like one very brief atomic breath off on Kong. Oh yeah, something else would 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 bother me in in this movie. I don't uh, like I don't like how how Godzilla can spam his atomic breath in the Hong Kong fight because he's never been able to do that before, where we can just fire it off like like it's a fucking gun. Yeah, (laughs) like yeah, like they they never other than like one little one little shoulder graze he gets. That's it. Whereas I think for the final fight between the two, he needed. Like part of the uh, winning blow should have been him getting just like one really strong atomic breath on Kong that Kong does not is not able to block or like get away from, and yeah. that's why he goes down. Because like that's how Godzilla's that's Godzilla's most iconic move is his atomic breath, but he barely actually gets any off because he's interrupted like thirty times every time he tries to use it in this movie. Because I guess they know it's overpowered, but like that's the point. He's supposed to be overpowered. That's why he wins the fight. Show it. <laughs> Show him like winning as easily as he's supposed to. And not mm-hmm. coming up with contrived reasons why he can't get off his atomic breath. Like, oh no, this this jet put a bomb on my back. Like, I've taken 30 of them already. I don't care. <laughs> Just get it. It doesn't need to be interrupted by that. Um, yeah, that's, that's another weird thing. Godzilla's hurt by the military more than he tends to be in this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, weird thing uh, that I just thought of when you talked about, like, the beam spam. Remember back when, like, people were always complaining about, like, the sh- uh, the Heisei era's beam spam and the later yeah. iterations? Why is it okay now? Oh, uh, reasons. <laughs> I don't know. It- it's one of those weird things. Hmm. Yeah, I, it, it's definitely a weird thing. I'd have a major issue with it, but it is kind of strange. Oh, now he can just like do it a lot faster. Just seemingly because. <laughs> I mean, I Wait. think they could have built up the fact that, you know, he cast to charge it up to like an advantage for him. For advantage yeah. for Kong, that is. Yeah, exactly. Like that, that Godzilla has a charge time with that. But beyond like like two times, they don't really take advantage of the fact that Godzilla has to charge it. Mm-hmm. it it's just really weird. I also feel like part of the issue is because of how fast the fights are you can't do little moments like that i don't know it, it's it's just odd to me i, think, I, I think there definitely should have been a little more a few more slower moments in the fights to help establish that i think mm-hmm. 
And like, also, I'm not big on like the moment when Kong's like swinging through the fucking city like it's nothing. <laughs> oh yeah. Also, why are the, why are the buildings in Hong Kong like when it's nighttime basically indestructible? Oh, like, uh, <laughs> because the movie calls for it. Imagine he's like swinging it just like breaks and just falls. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. But yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, no, continue. Uh, I was gonna say, I also don't get how Godzilla almost killed Kong here. Because he didn't do that much to him, I feel like. He didn't. I think it's just a lot of chip damage, I guess. Like, he's, like, scratched a bit. Burned <laughs> on the back. And it's just like, that, you know... But but he was having a heart attack, though. His heart was gonna stop. Oh, because, I mean... He, yeah, yeah. We, we, need, we need a Godzilla versus... We need a... We need an, uh, a version of this movie where, um... There's, like, health bars, and, like, we see, like, the status effects, <laughs> too. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> Pokes, I have a YouTube channel to recommend. <laughs> Probably already, they've already done a scene for that. <laughs> I guarantee it. I bet. <laughs> yeah. Although that is that kind of reminds me though. I guess that's like a callback to when King Kong used to be revived by electricity when they like pulse. I guess that's cool. I like that. <laughs> Small thing, but it's nice. Oh, 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 but Crash, go on with what you're going to say. Oh, yeah. No, I was going to say, yeah, it's 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 weird. The buildings here are definitely just, like, way stronger, I guess. I know it's for the effect of, like, you know, getting a cool shot and, like, swinging by or whatever. But it, it is kind of a little comical how, like, strong they are here. Except when they fall on them, because then they break. When you're swinging on them, they're okay. <laughs> like, for that stuff, I don't really care that much. I mean, it's, like, for the fights, a little silly, I guess, when you're, like, thinking about it. But for the fights himself, it's like, okay, it's whatever. For me personally, yeah, least. I don't know. I still feel like King of the Monsters fights are like the peak of the monsters. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, the, the King of the Monsters fights were amazing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I just no, like the I way agree. like Monsterverse like fights are just structured and handled. Mm-hmm. I like them a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think, is there anything else we want to talk about? I can talk about Mecha a little more. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 mean, I, I mean, I mean, that's the positive part that we keep coming back to is like, yeah, Mecha Godzilla was cool. Mm-hmm. Crash, <laughs> cra- cra- crash is out about to rob the S H Monsters warehouse for the uh, real for, 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 for the Mecha Godzilla twenty twenty one. I'm gonna get that one. I mean, they better give him a beam like accessory. Goddamn, the the seventy six one does not, unfortunately. For the I mean, I mean, it has that chest. He has a chest, but he has that one time. <laughs> But yeah, I, I like the only the only problem Mecha in this movie is that he loses and then dies. <laughs> they, they fuck him up too. They they cut his legs off. Like God, I don't think he's ever gotten that fucking body. No, <laughs> they dice him up. Yeah, <laughs> Oil no, everywhere. And, and then like Kong does his best interpretation of the Predator. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I love it. Hilarious. The beam lock I already mentioned was cool. And like, and, and like, you okay? You want to know what little scene in the American Mecha Godzilla fight bothers me as as a nitpick because I think it's a bit too silly. <laughs> it's the bit when both the Mo Kong and Godzilla grab like a Godzilla arm and fucking chuck him through a building. Like that's too <laughs> silly to me. They gotta team up, beat the shit out of Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> but like, they could have done that in a way that didn't look like the fucking. They should have had King Kong scene. like get on his knees and like and <laughs> and they push Mecha Godzilla over him. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Kong is knees, met Godzilla right there, and Godzilla pushes him over, make him trip. They, the, the, ankles. they steal his lunch money. Don't you want to know what I am kind of pissed about, though? Is they didn't credit the motion capture actors. The, yeah, that's around. very BM. Like, that's something that oh, they've been a big part so of, like, the characterization bad. and personalities of these monsters. 
So do, like, we know who, do we know who it was this time? Was it, uh, was it the same? It's apparently TJ Storm for Godzilla and Terry Notary as Kong again. But there's no confirmation yet because they're not credited. They also didn't credit the concept artist, which is really fucking shitty. Uh, so much and, they, and they also stole fan art for the opening. That, that, that did happen so much with companies. It's so, like, what's the word? Incompetent. Yeah. How do you do that? I don't know. Like I said, it might be like someone on the lower end, not even hit. But like, I feel with anything, if you're working on something like that, don't you have like an official like access to like the, your assets or whatever? Exactly. Like, I don't know why they're like people are Googling like the skull crawler. Oh, this one looks cool. Like some fucking <laughs> deviant art. I know, right? <laughs> it's just yeah. really incompetent. Like, it, well, actually, here's the weird thing. This actually did come up recently and not for like uh, a studio for anything, but like for Wizards of the Coast. Uh, they released a card that had art that was stolen oh, yeah, directly from like Deviant Art, uh, from a Deviant Art fan uh, fan artist and another one of their own artists. Like that's so scummy. weird. Ugh. I think a lot of times what happens is like they'll use, they'll download something with a temporary thing and everyone forgets to change it. Or, like yeah, that's true. One. It could be like that. But, but still, though, someone should. It shouldn't happen, but it does. It shouldn't happen, but it does. Oh, and I guess the other thing I want to bring up too is I think it's kind of really fucking weird how this is the first Godzilla movie where I'd say there's no theme or message to it at all. <laughs> they should have put a classic like theme of like the message is fighting is not good. We should be friends. <laughs> the closest, the closest to a message would be like with uh Gia and I guess like the like home is where people you love are maybe like uh, home is in a physical place it's uh, that's that's the closest I one can, i can think yeah. of would be that yeah, i can be... see that but actually it's like the only more. one that it's very not it's like not fleshed out at all but it's like yeah, the closest to, yeah like to be fair it could easily be like what like one of those really dang tech <laughs> messages they've done before like yeah they just need some guy at the end to be like wow <laughs> that was right yeah <laughs> but it's just weird to me especially because the past few monstrous movies Leans so hard into having messages and themes that this one's like, oh, never mind. I mean, it's definitely from that that added focus to be like, let's just have them be fighting. Like, there's yeah, no to it. Yeah. I think it's definitely part of it, which is unfortunate. I mean, for your cap off, maybe you could have some kind of culmination of all the messages they've done. Mm-hmm. I don't know, something that like ties them together. It has an overarching theme. Mm-hmm. I feel like dis- displacement between like the monsters could be something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm like I like like, like 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 we need to wait for the novel to get more. But also, just like there's so much stuff here missing. Every time I think about stuff that was in links that's not here, I'm like, oh my god! Like we don't have Maddie getting bullied at school over Emma's actions, continuing continuing that plot line. <laughs> I would have been one of the bullies. But... Wow, crap! <laughs> wow, um, crash! Why was Maddie complete a completely different character in this? Oh, I have no idea. Probably, probably shoots. Anyways, crash. Get the fuck out. I'll just call you fired. <laughs> it's a good thing I watched every movie already. Then, all right, this is my final episode. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, like, we're, like, oh, like, also the fact that part of the reason why Gadot was going to be aggressive was that his um uh, home was destroyed in Kingdom Monsters from the nuke, mm-hmm. or like the fact that like. Becca Godzilla was going to be a lore for Godzilla. It's just like all this stuff is just gone, and I have to wonder. Is it different drafts? Is it? Is you know it... that reminds me of? I remember mm-hmm. um, there was an interview with Millie Bobby Brown where she was like, "Oh, my character's gonna have to decide 
whether she like allies with Kong or Godzilla, and that's not something I think is at all present. In no, movie. that's not. I think she's never allied with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't. They, they, with that, the uh, the quote unquote Godzilla team isn't really even the Godzilla team. It's just like just trying just to figure Mary, out what the Mary Band. Yeah, a Mary Band of just like hijinks where they just accidentally discover Mecha Godzilla. That's all they do. Yeah. Fucking Scoopy Doo hijink bullshit going on. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> Next one's guy again. <laughs> like, come on there, tap water. Like, holy shit, it's Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, it, but, it, but it's the guy again team. The guy again team was annoying and didn't have motivation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, there was much charm. There's no, <laughs> there's no corn fucking stick up. Unfortunately. <laughs> And then this movie just ends. Like, that's yeah. Kind of, oh, that's yeah. The of, ending is so weird. The last line should have been "Shut up, Josh," and just like cuts to black. Like that scene <laughs> in the movie. It just like Godzilla goes back into the ocean. Not even in like, not even in like a, the cool way that he does in like uh, Godzilla 2014. I thought that was a great way to like mm-hmm. exit out the character. This one, he just kind of goes back into the ocean, and then we cut to Kong on. Uh, the uh, in the hollow earth i guess like the i guess everybody's like okay cool uh we we just set up a monarch station here now no the funny thing is apparently that was the original post credit scene and you could really tell because it does not work at all as an ending yeah um i had a weird like and this is so uh stupid and cheesy but I was th- I was thinking it would have been a cooler if this was going to be the send off for like the legendary uh, like uh, the legendary universe. Uh, it would have been cooler if like Go- uh, like Kong went with Godzilla like into uh, into the water to find a new home or something instead mm-hmm. of just like oh and now we cut and we're back in Hollow Earth again, even though like. Mm-hmm. Nothing really that I know that they, they tried to like establish. <laughs> oh, I guess you know it's like the ancient home of his like people. I guess you know the mm-hmm. temple and shit. I know they're trying to establish as a home, but yeah, I, I do. It didn't work. That <laughs> I mean, I think it makes sense for him to like we go like to Hollow Earth. There's nowhere else for him to really go. I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, I do kind of like the the kind of like fucking grunt they give each other before they leave. I guess and be like, <laughs> okay, I kind of respect you. I guess. Bye. Not like <laughs> they don't like hook up and like fucking shake hands, which would. <laughs> That would have been fun. That would have been funny. Uh, one thing that I was uh, half dreading and half like morbidly curious was: is, is Godzilla going to like uh, reveal that he also knows sign language? Oh my god, that would have been hilarious! Oh my god, someone needs to do that. That would have been like that would have been actually really funny. He just like brings out his sign language skill I mean, yeah, and flexes them so. on Kong. They don't even put any <laughs> captions. You're, you're signing. <laughs> that would like, be really funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would have been so dumb. I'd have been like, okay, like that's cool. I can't. <laughs> yeah, I would have been like, yeah, okay. I'm like, yeah, okay. This is actually probably one of the least dumb things to happen in the movie. <laughs> so. It shows Godzilla's willing to learn and take new steps. <laughs> Godzilla <laughs> confirmed unproblematic. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Props to you, Godzilla. You're a real homie. Yeah, I, I, just, I, I just think that you're right. There could have been like a theme with home mm-hmm. within this cut, but they didn't even really do that. See, I feel yeah. like I, I feel they like... had more scenes with Godzilla dedicated to that because I think Godzilla in his way is also easily like a displaced character here. Yeah, they could have tied yeah. those themes together easily. Like, it, see, it, I feel it, like oh, go ahead. 
Yeah, it could it, again. It could have been like Godzilla and Kong going to find a new home, and mm. that's how we leave off mm. the characters. See, I feel like the 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 thing is, unfortunately, the original movie seemed like it was gonna be tying more into Kingdom Mantra's themes of grief and and mourning and getting over that. Mm-hmm. But that obviously was dropped, so you're left without a theme really in this one. Yeah, unfortunate. Anyways, is there anything but, else I to do? That? Oh, go ahead. Oh yeah, uh, I was gonna say Mechagodzilla is so fucking cool. In this movie. <laughs> 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 okay, my last Mechagodzilla thoughts I would say is uh, my top two Mechagodzilla interpretations. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Anyways. Um, uh, does anyone else have anything else they want to talk about real quick for the? I feel out? like there's something that I'm forgetting. Honestly, I feel like I've said I've said my piece. I think so. Uh, um, ton because because you've been Mister Quiet Man this this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you guys got it covered. <laughs> wow. Okay, ton. Wow. Y'all got it covered. Um, one funny thing I guess is the fact that I don't think the Godzilla or the Kong teams were at all ever aware of each other. No. So no no one no one in the universe even has the full story of like what's yeah. going on. Yeah, <laughs> like the people it. and Godzilla seem like, yo, what the fuck is Kong doing in Hong Kong? What the hell? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways. All right then. So if no one has anything else to say, I guess we'll close out. I'll start for closing thoughts on Mr. Quiet Man himself, Tom. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure. Um so, Godzilla versus Kong didn't really click with me. Um, it's it's just all right to me. Give it a shot. It's on HBO Max. Available now. On your local <laughs> device. Um, Responsive, by the way. Mm-hmm. At least Respond until I think you. April thirtieth. If you're watching this after April thirtieth, I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I think. Is it a fun movie? Uh, sure, I guess. <laughs> um, it's very much a turn your... I mean... Every, Those are the forbidden words. Yeah. <laughs> you can't say that. You can't say that. See, Those words people are say... Yeah, it's, it's the curse phrase. The, the, the turn your brain off. Just, just have fun, guys. But I feel like there's better ones. Yeah. I, this one didn't do it for me. Because there are movies I... Like objectively the best. See, funny I, enough, I, on that point, I want to follow up real quick. I think the issue is when you're following up on G2014, Kong Skull Island, and, and Kingdom Monsters that do both styles and manage to merge them where they're fun, but also have a lot to say. Having this one is really egregious coming out off of those two. Yeah. So, like, uh, I was kind of disappointed with this one. Um, Hey, other people like it more. They like it even less than I do. Give it a shot. That's about the most I can say. Crash. Um. Yeah, I think it's very easily the weakest of the MonsterVerse movies. It does. I don't think it really clicks as a finale as much as it should. But at the same time, though, I also I did have a lot of fun with it. I think you'll you can definitely get enjoyment out of it, especially if you're watching with other people. So, like, well, it's definitely not the best, and there's a lot of issues with it. I think you probably have some fun with it or enjoyment. RF? I am really glad that this isn't just the uh, the conclusion to, like, the Godzilla franchise for now, and that, like, <laughs> sing- uh, Singular Point is bad. currently airing right now, because... 
I would have been really bummed out if this was like another Final War situation where this is the last one we'll see for another like 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not enjoy it. I understand people that would enjoy it, but uh, it wasn't for me. And uh, that's really all I, I've already said everything I've needed to say about this movie. All right, folks. Yeah, a lot of my thoughts pretty much line up with how Crash feels about it. Um, far and away, just an, just weaker in every single aspect by a considerable margin movie in compared to the other MonsterVerse films and a lot of other just Godzilla films in general. But there are aspects that are like fun about it. You know, Mechagodzilla is pretty cool. Uh, minus the issues with like the weight and all that, like weightlessness of the fights. They are generally fun to watch. Um, so I think you can have fun with this movie. And I do agree that I think it is a movie. Um, where if you watch it in a group with the right mindset, it can be fun, but it's definitely leaving a lot to be desired in like mm-hmm. a, just a large number of ways. Yeah, for me, I have to agree. I think this is this is my personal least favorite Godzilla movie, like I said. And also, I'm going to drop a hot take. I tend not to like to say this, but this is the movie that I feel like is probably the best argument for something being objectively bad. I hate to say it. There's, wow. just, a, there's just a lot wrong with the editing, the pacing how it only has either plot scenes or comedy scenes. It's unfortunately a very disappointing conclusion for now for the MonsterVerse, and I'm really hoping someday we'll get the true version of this movie that was supposed to be released. Hashtag release the Wingard cut. But until then, this is my least favorite guys of the movie. And I, 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 right. I want to watch the Warner Brothers spooks will get on you. <laughs> I, I, I want to add one thing. Obviously, this, as far as we know, this is the last MonsterVerse film. But considering how it seems that this movie will, especially it looks like, A, it was much it was more critically successful than the other ones, um, and B, even though obviously we all disagree with that. But, um, and then otherwise, like, money, like, A, with HBO Max viewership-wise, and even, like, box office-wise, it looks like this film is pretty successful. Like, so you know, that, that gives me my, my worry that, that this Yeah, so my thing is, my thing is, this might, very much might not be the real end of the MonsterVerse, we just haven't seen anything yet but if we do get more i hope it's not like this yeah, yeah. i think the fact they've gone different directors for each one at least lets me believe that they do get to another one they have someone else with hopefully a vision that was more in line with like the original monsterverse trilogy stuff mm-hmm. so hopefully well, it'd be more like that even though i know wb would be wb and probably yeah because 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 it's not wingard's fault i don't say oh, i, I know, think yeah. wingard's doing his pr bullshit and he's sounding like an idiot because of it but but I but in terms of like my my worry is that WB will crack down and be like okay you're gonna do it this way because that's the way that worked you better not change. Hopefully whoever that director would be would be able to at least kind of put their own stuff in that makes it less. My my thing like, is like we, for big audience. Um, earlier mm-hmm. today earlier today there was a like hashtag continue the monster versus trending and the legendary. Twitter account did respond to it, which is kind of like, you know, an eyes emoji situation with it. Well, <laughs> to be honest, I don't even think the hashtag was needed. That movie is the best pandemic yeah. ever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. just think, I think that, I think, I think that legendary, just home. Yeah, I just, yeah. I think that legendary's official Twitter account reacting, like responding to it, like, and like with very much a suggestive tone makes me think that it isn't the end of what we're, we're going to get just based on how successful it has been. Yeah. So, like this is, this doesn't need like a hashtag release side Snyder cut moment mm-hmm. uh, because it, obviously this movie is much more successful. Than, I think if anything, really- I, I wish people could put the energy into getting the director's or yeah, at least the original version of the movie. I only think it's just that I, I see a lot of people be like, 
I've seen some people like say thoughts similar to ours, and people respond like, "You want more humans? Gross!" Or this is the this is the cut. We're not getting it. <laughs> Come on, it's really annoying. It's really annoying. I don't. I don't think we'd ever get anything like Snyder cut, but just like give us an extended version with some extra scenes in it. Like yeah, just I think, a little bit I think more would help. like yeah, anything with extra scenes in it would I think inherently make it better. Like well, be better. like I said, worst comes to worst, we're getting getting a novelization, which seems oh, like yeah, it's gonna flesh true. stuff out. We'll see though. Anyways, let me not. Get get this going longer than it already has been because we are about to hit two hours. Anyways, yeah, yeah, it is though. <laughs> but yeah. so yeah, you guys can find um uh, RF at Prime Spinosaur, and you can find Pokes at at Pokesaurus. Pokes, of course, is also on the channel doing Jurassic games. Go watch his Magnum Opus, Jurassic <laughs> Park Operation Genesis <laughs> tribute video on the Jurassic games um uh, series, and hashtag released Pokesaurus cut. Of that episode. <laughs> Hashtags fuck premiere. <laughs> <laughs> and beyond that, this is actually going to be our second last episode we're going to be recording until June. Funny enough, obviously this isn't the end of our releases because... we getting as, a lot more Godzilla stuff. Yeah, but this is the kind of the end of our Kong journey. We'll be recording Kong Roundtable's concluding episode sometime this week. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed this rambly... Um, a very negative episode, which is which is not our style. With, with some little positivity, yeah. But yeah, indeed. <laughs> and but anyways, thanks for listening to, to this giant long ass video. Like I said, we we'll, there will still be more guys roundtable to come, and one more Kong roundtable. But for now, this is our second last episode. We'll be recording. Thanks for listening, and have a good night.